Hey, all you freaks and geeks out there in podcast land. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Green Belt Botanicals. I'll give you more information about them later on in the episode. And now, on to the show. Wednesday, February the 3rd, and you know what that means. Welcome, freaks and geeks, to another smoke-filled and jam-packed episode of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512-foot doctor. The podcast where I meet with some of the most creative and influential people that I know to share stories of the ride of life. As always, I'm your host, the 512-foot doctor, coming at you live and direct from the studio of Life or Death. If you're a returning freak or geek, thank you very much for checking back into our regularly scheduled appointment. It really means a lot to have your continuous support as we go through this podcast journey. If you're a new freak or geek, you're listening to the the podcast for the very first time. Well, welcome here. Welcome to the Freaks and Geeks family, and you need to buckle up quick for this ride. We have a fantastic checkup episode for you today, Freaks and Geeks, so you know what that means. We're going to sit down with one of our old buddies back in the studio of Life or Death, and we're going to catch up. It's a tremendous opener. Check this out. An opener for Volume 3 of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512-Foot Doctor. You heard that right. We are about to begin our journey into Volume 3 of this podcast. We have a tremendous group of guests scheduled for this this, this set of 10 episodes. So you don't want to miss any of them. And our purpose today, Freaks and Geeks, is to one, deliver a fucking solid, smashing podcast episode to open up for volume three. For you to catch up with one of our previous guests and to sit down and reminisce and just talk about anything under the sun. And we're also here to talk about what we got planned for later on this evening. So our guest today, episode number 21. He is uh, he's the host and the MC uh, of Rudyard's Monday Night Open Mic out in Houston. He's been doing a fucking killer fucking set. He always sends me the, his recorded sets, and I get a fucking real. I'm I'm glad that he shares that with me. I appreciate that shit. It always opens up and uh, and just uh, makes me laugh, and that's excellent. That's what it's meant to do. And he's also the bassist for Bird Law, a band out in Houston, Texas. So uh, without further ado, freaks and geeks, give it up. Put your motherfucking hands together for Douglas Hasman. What's going on, bud? Glad you hey, can make it. Chilling, not much. Um, just made it over here. Good. I ten was breezing. Nothing yeah. crazy happened. Which something crazy always happens on I ten yeah. when I'm on I ten. Whether I'm coming to Austin or going east on I ten, it's it's like Mad Max on I ten. Mm-hmm. No matter what part you're on. So it was good today. Nothing crazy. Nobody driving stupid. Yeah, that's good shit. At least the road was clear. At least, at least it was clean. I don't ever really uh, use that uh, that highway. You know what I'm saying? More a 35 guy. I don't ah, yeah, yeah, venture yeah. out that way. But I love to. That's the way you got to get to fucking NOLA. So uh, that's what that's the one you got to take. But so. I do want to do a life catch up with you again. Thank you for being here live in the fucking studio, yeah, Life or Death. It's amazing. Um, but let's do a life catch up, not the traditional one. We already know who you are, freaks and geeks. If you're new to this episode, go back to one of the core ten of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the five one two foot doctor. Episode number eight. It's entitled "For Sure." Check that one out. That was uh, Douglas Hasman's first appearance on this podcast, and it's a it's a building block. It's definitely a a structure of support for the podcast. So. Um, I don't want you to tell them your name. 
We already know what you do, but what's going down? How have you been? How has uh, uh, the, how's the year opened up for you? You know, we're in 2021. We're trying to start fresh. We're trying to open up shit. You're coming down here and, uh, uh, to do something, and we're going to uh, uh, talk about that in the future. But how's it going, man? How has this year opened up for you? Uh, it's been good so far. I've uh, I didn't really make any resolutions, mm-hmm. but and I never really do. I'm not a big resolution guy. Yeah, neither am I. But man. so far this year, it's kind of been shaping up to be, uh, you know, a little bit more about uh, keeping in touch with friends, hanging out with friends uh, and family as well. Uh, I'm usually pretty secluded secluded person so. hermit i think we talked about the yeah, last yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. i like to be you know when the when the when lockdown happened i was so happy yeah. i was like this, this is, is literally blues. like a yeah. dream life <laughs> yeah. uh hell yeah but uh yeah and that, so they i didn't really make any particular resolution for that but i've been uh you know just kind of weekly at least you know venturing out and hanging out with people going places and Good. having experiences you know having Good. a life you know, worth talking about. How's He's great. I actually, yeah, we went to the vet yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah you were talking about that. Yeah, no, no cancer. Good, Checked all good. the all of his lumps and everything. Nice. No cancer. Got all of his vaccinations up to date. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So he's happy, healthy. What do you do? Here's a, ra- a random question. What do you do for his nails, bud? Do you treat? I his don't nails do anything. He no, shit? he just walks on the concrete. Yeah. I walk him, you cool. know, in the city uh, every day. Yeah. You know, four or five times a day. So yeah. he, he just kind of keeps him trim. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually, he won't let me and he's so strong that it would take two people for me yeah. to trim his nails. So he gets pissed off. yeah, he, he just pulls it. And yeah. so if you're not like, you got to hold it and clip it Yeah, and you kind of have to have like one person holding one person clipping. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. My dogs don't get down with it at all. I'm trying to take him to a fucking, uh, someone that'll do that for us. Yeah. I, I used to, uh, but I, you know, I haven't taken him to a groomer in probably three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I, you know, I give him a bath every month or two. And uh, his nails stay pretty good. Yeah, they. I mean, sometimes they could use a trim, but usually, if I just take him for a jog, remind us what concrete, type of dog is he? Lab. He's right? a lab. Yeah, yellow lab. I think he's mixed with uh, uh, Great Pyrenees, those okay. big white ones. I yeah. think he's mixed with something. He was like a second, third hand rescue. So, All right. yeah. When you got him, uh, was he? A, he was he a puppy? Yeah, he was. He was approximately two or three months old when I got him. Nice. I got him in February. Of 2012, okay, and we guesstimated his birthday to be December 5th, 2011. Mm. Uh, and yeah, my roommate actually got him, and I was upset. I was like, Man, we don't need a dog, we weren't allowed to have dogs in our apartment complex at the time, yeah. Uh, and then a few months later, my roommate went to give him away, and I was already in love with him, so I was like, No, no, let me keep him, you know, like, you know, let this be my dog. And and you know, we've been going strong ever since. Who's that? that? Who's that, Fat Pat? No, uh, Danny. Oh, okay. Same, same era. Yeah, yeah, same. He was Patrick was also a roommate then. Yeah, I wanted to get Daddy on the podcast. So oh, see that would up. be great. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. a middle school band director yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I bet he has a bunch of cool. I think he might have either just gotten promoted or about to get promoted to high school band director. Badass. Hell yeah. Yeah, I need to reach out to him see what's going on. He was a fucking that. That I think that was one of the first dudes I ever met. You knew him. Yeah. Did you know yeah, him? Yeah. Okay, so you knew him from, uh, from. did you go to school with him? No. So we, well, we're both from Houston, and we did region band together. Like, we sat next to each other in, like, all region uh, band or all area. For concert and shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the UIL, like, yeah. competitions. Yeah, 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 We yeah. were, we were in the with same the district. Yeah, 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 exactly. We were in the same district, and we were, we were sitting next to each other for, like, this concert, and so we were goofing around, sharing notes, and. Yeah. You know, we shared music, I think, too. Uh, 
So yeah, and then I got to UNT, and I was like, I feel like I know you. Where'd you go to high school? And you know, he was right on the street from my high school. So that's badass, man. Yeah, that was the first guy. Like I remember uh, bunking with him at the uh, orientation. That's to him. So I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. That uh, uh, and I don't know. I don't know how. I guess I, I he run. I saw him run into you, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" So that's gonna click right there. Yeah, yeah. Or, no, no, no. We were we stayed on the same. Oh, he didn't stay on the, the hall. We did, right? No, I think he was in Bruce, but I don't really remember. I met him like uh, we were in marching band, and we were sitting in the bleachers because it was like a the opening of the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Yeah, was that year, and so they they drew names out of a hat basically, mm-hmm. or randomized who in the band got to go do the opening ceremony, mm-hmm. and neither one of us got it. So they're over there practicing that, and me and him are sitting in the bleachers together. And he was like, "I think I want to go back to Houston tonight," and I was like, "Oh, I'll go," you know. And that's how we kicked it off on that that four hour drive home. You know, we became fast friends and. That's we were friends. We're still friends. But, you know, like you know, best friends for years. Like yeah. all through college, we lived together. Yeah, no, hot cat, great cat, man. I need to. I do need to reach out to him, see what's up. Very yeah, I ran into him. Uh, I think he's. I don't think they got married. They were planning on having a wedding, but I think COVID might have gotten in the way. I ran into him and his like uh, girlfriend, fiance, or whatever, yeah. at uh, a bar next door to where I work. Yeah, like I got off work and uh, you know I went next door and he was just there and I was like, Hell oh, yeah. what's up? And we caught up. Excellent, excellent. So let's check this out. Uh, um, I don't know how. Oh yeah, how's the love life, bud? Oh, it's good. Like, you know, me and my um, me and my girlfriend. Uh, she just moved back to San Antonio, and we were we were off for a little while, but we're we're on again. And yeah, uh, now I think I'm thinking it's I'm thinking it's going well now. You know, good. before like we've had rocky patches, but uh, lately it's been pretty awesome. So. Hell yeah. Hell Hoping yeah. that'll keep up. Good shit, good shit. <clears throat> All right, so I guess let's close this one out with the uh, uh, this question. And I asked you this last time, but you had more time in the year. But uh, uh, in regards to 2021, so that's the past, like, uh, what is it? Uh, 20, shit, how many days is it? 17, 17 days. 18, past, like past 18 days. Yeah. Have you incorporated or, or started to uh, um, care for new habits, new traditions, new practices, new routines, or just new outlooks? What's going on there? Anything new? I've been uh, well. I've been doing push-ups, which Ooh. but I've been kind of slacking. Okay, uh, so sorry, it's not been going yeah. strong the whole year. Last but, time it was co- coffee, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Espresso. I was, I was still doing that. Yeah. Uh, still doing the coffee, but yeah, I've been getting into little push-ups. Uh, what else have I done this year? Um, I know there's something new. I mean, I've been playing bass more. Okay, cool. I know there's something new, but I can't think of it now. What what else could be new? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I like I just started this the new job at new restaurant, so I've yeah. been learning uh, more about wine, more about. I mean, I already know a fair bit about wine, steak, yeah. and whatnot, but kind of nerding out a little bit more. So what's with the steakhouse? Because you really like focus. You draw to those. Oh, I love I love the vibe, working there. the well, run well, of it. Also, a a. Probably first and foremost, I wouldn't really want to say first and foremost, but it's you know it's pretty expensive restaurants. Typically, a steakhouse yeah. isn't like a cheap place to go yeah. eat. Solid tips uh, on the, on yeah, the backside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the most, not mostly that, but that's that's up there in the top two or three reasons. Uh, it's actually worth doing it. You know yeah, what yeah, yeah. And, and it's also like uh, it's not a fad. You know what I mean? Like like you, you work at like a Korean barbecue or a sushi place or 
whatever other food fads there might be. Yeah. Uh, but steakhouses are like there. You yeah. know what I mean? That's always going to be a genre that yeah, people yeah, 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 will yeah, gravitate to. Uh, and also I just like, I love beef. I love meat. Uh, and I love talking about it and thinking about it and being around it and cutting it and talk, yeah. you know, selling it. So it's just, uh, kind of right in my wheelhouse of like stuff that I like to, to do. Now you don't typically work in no, like, no, like fucking, uh, one where you throw peanuts on the fucking ground. And shit no, like no, no, that. no, you no, got no, a, co- no. a coat I mean, check, well, the, right? the last place I worked was, was not too many steps above that. Yeah. Uh, it was more like a casual fine dining, quote unquote, or whatever. Uh, this place uh, is the nicest place I've ever even been inside. Yeah. So I, I walked in even for my first interview and I was like, whew, like, am I over my head here? Um, but I'm catching up and, and uh, you know, learning something new every day. So that's that's probably really what the main thing this year, because I started on the third, I believe, was my first like training day. And... Uh, it's been, yeah, a whirlwind of like learning things about service and things about meat and things about wine and yeah. liquor that I, you know, hadn't been thinking of all during quarantine and to give being recommendations and, and shit that. like that to the people or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, we yeah we do classes every week and okay. and I have you know I have a, a pretty good you know depth of knowledge that I like to recommend from. Uh, like I was already familiar with a few of the wines on the list, which was really helpful in the beginning. And, uh, you know, I'm super familiar with steaks and how to sell steaks to people yeah. and, you know, ask them like, you know, what's your preference? What are you, I don't what are you think looking we talked for? To, I talked a lot about this last time. We got to talk about this more on the fucking steak action. What's your favorite cut or cuts? Oh, I like a tenderloin or filet, you know, uh, those are, that's probably my number one go to. I like a lean steak. Mm-hmm. Super lean, not a lot of fat. Yeah, uh, that fat, that ten- fat, you can fucking. I mean, I like fat. Yeah. I like fat, uh, but when I'm having a piece, like a one big piece of meat, I mm-hmm. like to uh, have less fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll eat it. if I get a ribeye. I'll eat the fat, but yeah, yeah I like a tenderloin and then a porterhouse, which has okay. a tenderloin on there. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Porterhouse tenderloin strip, uh, hanger steak, which we've Have had, not a, had that. Have a hanger steak. Uh, I don't know if you can really get them in the grocery store very hanger often. Steaks. Yeah, and then this is one thing that I've actually been meaning to Google because I've been talk. I've talked about this to hundreds, maybe thousands of people. I, I think it's in the it's in the chest region. I don't know if it's part of the diaphragm or the yeah. shoulder or like uh, hanging off the lung, but it literally hangs, so it doesn't get a lot of weight on it. Uh-huh. Uh, so it still stays pretty tender. The hanger stay. Okay. Yeah, it's very, very lean. Uh, I like that a lot. It's not as tender as a tenderloin, but... Yeah. Yeah, steaks are good, man. Steak, potatoes, fucking... Oof. Yeah, I got... Yeah, yeah that was my cuts. dinner a couple nights ago. Yeah, I, that's you know, some solid And shit. it's really, if you're making it at home, too, it's not even that expensive of a dinner. It's not. In comparison yeah. to a lot of other things. Like, I can go to H-E-B and find a $6, $7, $8 steak... Maybe twelve if I'm splurging. Yeah. Now I've been trying, buddy. I've been trying to use the fucking cast iron, but it just That's fucking what I use. wrecks the house. Oh, like, yeah. I had the same problem. Just go lower heat, lower, lower heat. heat. That's all because I was doing it on. Yeah, I had the same problem. It would yeah. smoke up everything, and I have a little apartment, and it would set off my smoke detectors. Yeah. Um, what I do is, yeah, I would start. I don't know how your stove is, but you have gas or electric. Yeah, it's got gas, but it's got the okay. mids. The, it's got the highs, the fucking mids, and the lows. With gas, I don't know because I've only ever really cooked with fire on a cast iron outside, yeah. like when I'm camping, yeah. and the smoke doesn't I have matter. I to go with the low. I like the high heat. Uh, yeah. to cooks it cooks better in my opinion. But yeah. at my house, what I have to do, I start the pan at four, and I leave it, leave it, leave it at four. Uh, turn it up to about seven. 
and leave it for a couple minutes. Uh, mm. Throw the steak on there, already salted, peppered, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a good sear. It's all and, you need. and I've been going back and forth on whether to put the butter <clears throat> then or wait. I like to kind of wait because yeah. the butter does get burned uh, if you put it on immediately. So I'll put the yeah. steak on there, get a good sear on one side, and then I will. Uh, Kind of pick it up, especially if it's a strip, put it on the fat cap. Yeah. And, and then, like, uh, throw the butter down, put it on the other side. And then I'll put more butter and rosemary on top of that. Yeah. And then, like, base the butter on there. Hell and yeah. at this point, it's still at seven. And then I'll turn it, once I flip it, I'll turn it back down to four. Okay. And then kind of leave it at four and just flip, 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 flip. Uh, and that's that's been helping me keep the smoke levels down gotcha. in the house. What's your preference of uh, grade of cook? I go I go medium rare, lean towards rare, but without the high heat, yeah. you know, it usually ends up medium. Yeah. Sometimes even medium well, yeah. which I'll eat it, you know. Well, and it's my it. fault, you know, I messed it up, yeah. so I'll just be like, I got to eat yeah. this one, you know. Yeah, they're, they're tricky fucking things, man, to work with. Well, yeah. yeah, when I was doing the high heat and smoking up my whole house, I would literally just time it and, you know, put the oven on 500 degrees, yeah. uh, put the pan on the, the stove like super high, do like two minutes on each side in the pan, put it in the oven, do one minute on each side in the pan, yeah. and then just take it off the heat and let it rest. Letting it rest, too, is key. I don't know mm-hmm. how long you let your steak rest. That's true. That is very, very fucking true. Letting it rest is fucking key. I'm a, I think I, I, I might be doing this too much, but 10 minutes, I'll let that motherfucker sit. Oh, no, not too much at all. Yeah, you I'll can go like sit. 30 minutes if yeah. you don't mind it being a little less hot. Yeah. No. Like, I'll eat a room temp steak. I don't care. Especially because it's, at the rareness I like it, it's usually not that hot anyway to start with. Uh, have you ever had that tartare? Oh, yeah, I love it. We Yeah, we have one at work that's really, really good. Yeah? Uh, I love tartare. I, and I've, I've loved raw meat my whole life. I can <laughs> eat raw bacon, dude. Like, oh, really? I eat raw bacon. I don't do it now but yeah. i i used to eat raw bacon bacon tartar <laughs> oh yeah I, I it's already cured so it's pretty much fine you know like uh i'll uh yeah i used to go when i worked at mellow mushroom i'd go in the back and literally just <laughs> bust open a thing of bacon and start eating raw bacon i love that chewiness to it i know a lot of people like, and i was just talking about a tender steak and not liking fat on my steak but yeah. something about like a chewy fatty meat i can really get down with it God. i don't mind it at all uh bacon tartare everybody yeah that's the new one <laughs> fuck yeah let's get it let's get put it, it on hot. the menu man that's excellent well, that's the first on the, on the podcast the doctor's orders podcast with the 512 fuck doctor fuck yeah Oh shit, man! I don't even like. I'm not even gonna transition into any of this freaks and geeks. Like it's uh, uh there's no fucking, there's no, uh, uh, there's no curtains here. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's all. It's this is outlaw podcast right here. We got oh, our yeah. this is a reoccurring guy. Um, I wanted to speak to you. You know, like just a general discussion of what not necessarily does this inspire you but uh, or does this entertain you just this this takes your mind off other things to uh uh centralize in a, de- a different area i guess of creation and influence that being books that being film movies tv food travels and we even spoke about cartoons but let's just go into something um i don't know man you spoke about uh, uh this year you kind of get into a book uh, or books per se what you got there yeah, I was, uh, yeah, that is this year, I guess, because I kind of started reading it last year, like in the late summer, and put it down. Uh, and then my internet went out a couple weeks oh. ago or a week ago or so. And uh, yeah, I picked it back up and I was just burning through it. The Road by Cormac McCarthy. My cousin gave me that book a long time ago. Right. And I, I apparently they made a movie out of it. The movie is pretty good too, but the book is excellent so far. 
Uh, I am about probably 75, 80% of the way done. It's, uh, it's getting real good. Yeah. I should have brought it with me. I, I don't think I'm going to have time to read it this weekend, but. Yeah, I'm horrendous at books, man. Like fuck. me too, and I'll bring one every time I go on a flight or something. I'll bring yeah, a book. Like I'm not gonna be on my out. fucking phone the entire yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'll game. I'll take fucking video games. For oh some yeah. Reason. See, then that's another. That's a reason I don't play video games is yeah. because I spend so much time on the internet and social media and all that other stupid yeah. stuff. That uh, yeah, if I had any other thing, I would literally never read a book. Yeah. Like if, if I had one other hobby, a book would never even come across. And I still my get eyes. down with these video games, but I don't get down to them on the level of like engaging with other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the fucking yeah. live realms. I'll just do the fucking story or fucking. I'm still stuck on classic shit, but mm-hmm. like whether it's the fucking Mortal Kombat freaks and geeks, we're gonna get the fucking cameras in here soon, so you'll see the the live Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, it's real sick. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, so, whether it's the Mortal Kombat or the GTA's, the simple fucking things. You know what I'm saying? The the uh, Nintendo classic joints, the fucking yeah, I got all those. Things. I, I, uh, I replayed uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I replayed that in college at some point on N64. Mm-hmm. And I so I beat that game when I was nine or ten years old. Yeah. Like, not easily, but, you know, it wasn't like a, I wasn't keeping myself up at night to beat yeah. that game uh, when I was a child. Yeah. And I replayed that as maybe a 22, 23-year-old. And had the hardest time. I had the internet up. I had the guidebook oh, that my had friend gave it? me. I was. I yeah. still. Don't, I don't think I ever finished it. Yeah. I. Don't, I didn't really give up. I don't think it was my N sixty four. I think the N sixty four just left. But, mm. uh, yeah, I could not beat the uh, not the water level that everybody has problems with. It was the Shadow Temple or something like that. Yeah. I just could not. Couldn't beat it. And I. I was just amazed at how a child when I was a kid, the same brain. <laughs> you beat it. I beat it, but yeah. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, that game was so fun. Yeah. And so I'll, challenging. Like yeah. No, Zelda that's one of the reasons I never really got down with Zelda until that one for the Switch, the uh Breath of the uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. jammer. Yo. Yeah, I I've I watched my friends that. play it. I haven't played anything really on Switch besides Mario it's Kart. Great. But I've watched my friends play it. It looks really yeah. cool. No, I just love the Switch fucking uh, mobility and the accessibility mm-hmm. that you can fucking just pick up and fucking go. That's what's always been that's what's always been a plus for me for the Nintendo products is the fucking the Game Boys or the mm-hmm. PSPs on the PlayStation. Oh yeah, I remember getting like a that. Game Boy Advance in the mail and losing my mind waiting on the UPS guy and then it finally got there I got the Arctic it was like Arctic purple or something okay color it was like clear it looked so cool Oh man! I, the one I had was on the Game Boy Advance was a uh, platinum. It was chromed out. And oh, out. cool! I think they came out with that right after I got mine, and I was like, yeah. "Man, <laughs> yeah!" I always loved the fact that those Game Boys, the colors, the advances, the pockets—they would do these dope ass limited colors. Mm-hmm. I remember on the pocket, I had this joint called the uh, uh, fucking was it? Yours was Arctic blue or Arctic yeah, purple. Yeah, Arctic purple. One mine of those. was ice blue. Mine was okay. ice blue. It was nasty as shit. That's pretty man. cool. And just these special colorways. I remember in the. Do you remember the one that would flip open? Yeah, the I had that one that was a Pikachu. Oh, like a Pikachu shit. version of that one. Do you remember they made one that looked like the old school Nintendo? The NES? Oh, that's yeah. That's like yeah, one yeah. of the hottest joints to fucking oh, get right there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little, little gaming talk, you know? Uh, yeah. Did, did you. Uh, What's your favorite, like. Old school game, aside from the Zelda joint, like oh, what's... 007, yeah. Goldeneye, of yeah, course. Yeah, that's a slammer. Uh, and also, I uh, there was this game, and I, I've heard of it from a couple other people. It's not super well known. It was called Beetlebug Racing, and you Never race you race Volkswagen Beetles. Okay. 
And it was fun. I yeah. like it was, it was a racing game with like a really goofy announcer that yeah. would be like Beetlebug Racing, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you go through waterfalls and shit and like a little bug. Were you the one that was telling me about drunken Mario Kart? Uh, maybe. I mean, me and my friends do get drunk and play Mario Kart. Yeah, right? I heard yeah. that's the, well, like with rules and like you get drunk. Oh, play like a drinking yeah. game? No, yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. do that. We play like a competitive. Well, I I'm very bad at that game. But yeah, they, they're competitively yeah. like good. No, I would love to start that up, man. Drunk and Mario Karts would be fucking hot, mm-hmm. very hot. I then- also I played. Uh, on the uh, first Xbox, there was this game called Abe's Odyssey. Oh, was really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I and love that one. All the Tony Hawk games. Odd yeah, World. yeah, yeah. And all yeah. the all yeah, Abe's Odyssey. I think it was on PlayStation. But um, Tony Hawk games are slamming. Yeah, all the Tony Hawk yeah. games. What else did I play? Because after the Xbox, I never got another system. Uh-huh. It was like for me, it was N sixty four, then Xbox, and that was it. I quit playing video games. Uh, yeah. What else did I play on the Xbox though? I don't think I really played any. I didn't play Halo. I didn't okay. ever get it. That was so, a big one. I got yeah, I never one. got into first-person shooters besides Goldeneye. Yeah. Did you ever play this game called Splinter Cell? Tom Clancy's? I think I rented it. I love that Because my dad shit, like li- loved Tom, Tom Clancy novels yeah. and whatnot. No, I love that type of... It was like a uh, uh, in the realm of Middle Gear Solid and shit like that. Oh, yeah. So I like that spy type of shit, man. The, it's very uh, controlled and planned and fucking it could be done or or you're going to fuck it up. You know, it's they're very difficult to to fucking beat with the, the computer engineering they put into it. It's essentially like a hunting for yourself. Oh, Any yeah. which way is like there's people looking for you and mm-hmm. they're fucking, all right, game's over. You fucked up. But yeah, I like that shit on the, the Splinter Cell and on the Metal Gear Solid. That's, That's a hot one. That's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Some thinking games, for sure. They take a long time to fucking try and beat and stuff like that. But enough about games. Let's talk about... uh, uh, Let's move it along. Let's talk about TV, dude. I spoke with you earlier. uh, A show... There's. Let's talk about two shows. We talked about it last time, and we got a piece here in the studio, Life or Death, the fucking... uh, uh, The King of the Hill, little little piece down here. Oh, yeah. But really, just Mike Judge. Because I talked to you about uh, this show, uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, uh, Silicon Valley on yeah, HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got into that. Uh, well, I don't. I think the reason I got into it. I mean, I know it's it's fucking uh, uh, like got five or six five seasons. I think so. It's not like just popped up. Um, but I, I think I was listening to a podcast that he was on, and they were talking about it. So I went and watched it. So how long have you been getting down with that? It's that's a new uh, thing. Silicon for me. Valley. I watched it when it came out. Yeah. I think I've watched each season as it came out because yeah. uh, Thomas Middle. Ditch is a really really funny like improv comedy guy, and uh, so I followed him kind of peripherally. I'm not super into improv comedy, but if if you're really talented at it, it's pretty pretty uh, entertaining. So he's really good at improv. So I was following him before that show, I think, uh, and then through that show, I discovered I can't remember the guy's name that plays. Uh, I can't remember the character's name, Eric or what? Who's their helper guy? T.J. Miller. No, not Elric. Uh, the guy who um, Jer- O.G. Jared. Jared, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah. He's so funny. That guy is great at improv. Yeah. So, uh, you know, watching them and then I kind of just got hooked on it. And then uh, then I got into the story. I just I feel it's a pretty well-made show. It's a very well-made yeah. show. And we'll talk about um, uh, the whole, like, the, the dude behind it. But do you know, uh, what's his name? El, not El, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the dude with the glasses. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he was in Freaks and Geeks. Yes, yeah, and yes. he also, I've listened to a few interviews of him, he's like an enlightened like Buddhist. He's sick. He's great in he's interviews. He's tremendous, like, but... His whole world uh, outlook. Yeah. Like, Martin I listen, Star. Like, yeah, Martin yeah, yeah, Star. yeah, that's his name. 
I and, forget his name in the show, but Martin Starr. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, Guilfoyle is the name yeah, of the show. Yeah, there we go, yeah. there we go. <laughs> I, uh, listening to him, I just would get like a, like a calm wash over me. Like, I yeah. really do think he's like enlightened. <laughs> I don't think he would say that himself, but like listening to him speak about life and his viewpoints, I was like, man, this guy knows what's up. Yeah. Know? No, that, that, that show's tremendous, man. And then it's got fucking, at the helm, fucking Mike Judge killing it. Yeah. Killing it hot. Like, have you seen, there's another show that he did on HBO, um, and Dave Waite talked about it when he was on here. I tried to check it out, but it's not on HBO Go. Um, it's an animated show about musical, like The Road or something like that. I mean, not The Road that you referenced, but it's, uh, oh, fuck it. It's... I don't know, man. It, it, he talks about like the uh, stories of country musicians, of hip hop musicians. Oh, really? I yeah. haven't heard about and it's that. It's an animated joint. I Is it on HBO what, Max? I think uh, I have. Yeah, it would have to Max. be on the fucking the true HBO. I mean, the real one, because that's where. Uh, um, um, Dave Waite said it came out on. So, uh, what the fuck is it, uh, Mike? Uh, Tales, Tales on the tour bus, I think. Okay. Tales on the tour bus, I think that's what it's called. That don't get don't, really don't, cool. Don't yeah, it's got like two seat, two or three seasons, but I can't find it. I know there's a Rick James joint, and I think wow. uh, um, man, I, D- Dave said there was like a fucking uh, a country section, so like a season, a country season, maybe the first or the second one. But I do want to check it out. I haven't been able to uh, get access to it so that's why i started fucking with the uh, silicon valley so i was like let's give this a shot and uh, the wife and i have been powering through it for i think we're on like the fourth season have you watched barry yet on hbo i have not i've seen it oh man. i know you've been telling me to that get on show, it. dude you gotta watch that show that's another one that i would i would argue is up there with the sopranos and maybe yeah. not in storytelling but in action and yeah. suspense uh, for sure, that that show is amazing. It's action and suspense and comedy, or no? yes, yeah, okay. it's it's dark. It's a pretty dark comedy, but yeah. uh, it's it's a little it's more comedic than The Sopranos. Like The Sopranos, I think oftentimes is really tongue in cheek with the comedy, or or really kind of like uh, subtle. Um, Barry's a little more c- comedic, but in a really dark way, but also super super uh, gripping. Like you have to know what happens next, and uh, it's intense. Interesting, man. Is it kind of like Ozarks or what? Uh, yeah, very similar. Similar. I'm sad kind they of like canceled that little show, fu- man. They canceled Ozark. I, th- I think so. Yeah, uh, they got one more season coming though, right? Uh, I think that's Donsky's. Like oh. with the COVID, it was supposed to. Yeah, there was supposed to, but the COVID hit it and said, "Fucking nah." No way. I hope that they keep doing that. I love that show. Mm-hmm. And Jason Bateman. I know a lot of people are not fans of Jason Bateman he just hits because. It. He, he plays Bateman. He plays Jason Bateman <laughs> in every show he's in. But I kind of yeah. like that. You no, know what I mean? Tremendous. I kind of like it because I, I feel like he honestly like rushes through his dialogue in mm-hmm. a way where he's like, all right, all right, you don't care what I'm saying. Just get to the, the plot. And yeah. that's kind of the way he delivers his lines. And yeah. I like that because he's that's kind of how I watch them. He's an out of sight uh, actor, man. I love him. Anything yeah. that he's done, whether it's fucking uh, Ozarks, whether it's um, uh, what's that other one? Uh, the show on Fox. What's it called? With uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Yeah. Tremendous fucking work right there. He's he had the a little part in. Uh, I think that no, that might not have been him. I don't want to say. It. I don't think it was a different actor. He did that Zootopia. It's a little animated joint. Oh yeah, like crazy. I, mean, I, he, that, I don't think he I've does ever that. watched that. It's a, it's a fucking children's show, but he fucking kills yeah. it. Yeah, sometimes you know? the kids' movies can be pretty good. I did you watch Soul yet? No, I have not. The wife was watching that downstairs. It looked pretty good. It's but. pretty good. It wasn't as good as I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be like a real tearjerker, yeah. crying type movie. I didn't cry, which I cry at almost every Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't cry in that one. The so. crier for me was the fucking. Uh, uh, 
Coco. Coco. Yeah. I was about yeah, to say, dude, joker. that I cry joker. every time, dude. It's and, a and the uh, the the songs get stuck in my head. That's good music. Super sad. Uh, you know, heartwarming. Yeah, that's no, a good work. Definitely good work. What else on the films, man? What else? Uh, oh, what else? Are you looking forward to anything? Well, um, I've been rewatching uh, Better Call Saul okay. in anticipation. I think season five is about to come on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I think it's already out, but you know, it's not on streaming yet. Yeah, I bought the last season, okay. uh, and I don't want to buy another season because I already pay for Netflix and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's that show's great. Uh, I feel like I've seen a good movie lately. Oh, I can't think of the. Any movies that I've seen lately must not have been that good. <laughs> no, nah, man, I haven't really put any new features in the. Fucking... There's not a lot of new movies coming no. out. Um, no, there's it... not. I mean, I, I can't trust anything that's just fucking. Oh, check us out, buy us now. Like, no, I'm not gonna yeah, do yeah. that. Uh, no, it would have to be like something like a Tarantino or mm-hmm. something like that for me to go sight unseen and buy it. Yeah, and I don't know what it's gonna do if he's. I mean, what the next? Not ter- not just to speak on Tarantino. It's excellent that you bring him up, but. Uh, uh, not just to speak on him, but the next fucking, I mean, the next one for me is the David Chase fucking uh, Sopranos movie. Like, oh, that's yeah, the that's going to be good. Yeah, like, uh, and I honestly, like, I don't want to watch that at home. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I, mean I would kind of be down to watch maybe, it at home. Yeah, like, it'd be like it was, watching yeah. The Irishman, I feel well, like, you know? Well, well kind of like that, but it would be like watching The Sopranos. You know what I'm saying? I think it may, it may be meant to be watched at home, but you never know. They definitely want to plug it uh, in theaters, but you know. And I would go just to give them more money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I would go see it in the theater. Cause yeah, watch it at home. And I'm sure a lot it. of those actors aren't doing as well as you think an actor does. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, there's a a lot of hot fucking actors in there. I hope uh, I wish them well, and I can't wait. It's already been pushed back, uh, I guess, a year from its original fucking. Uh, anticipated release so yeah man so that's a good one that i'm looking forward to uh what else any other movies i can't think of nothing uh i don't know yeah i watched a couple murder documentaries and i don't even remember what they were called they yeah none of those really gripped me yeah Yeah, there's one about like nuns that i was in and out of when my girlfriend was watching it it wasn't that good uh and then i think it's called the keepers the keepers i don't know i have to check that one out God, what was the oh Night Stalker? Night that Stalker. one was good. I watched that one's on Netflix. I think it's not, about. It sounds familiar. He's a guy in, in L.A. I think it was a pretty high profile uh, thing uh, back in maybe nineties or eighties mm-hmm. or something. Did it have that dude uh, from uh, uh, Donnie Darko? No, this no? Is, no that was that's uh Night, that's Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. No, this is Night Stalker. This is uh, just documentary mm. about a mm. murderer, mm-hmm. or I think he was a, yeah murderer, rapist. Uh, he was like kidnapping children. He was just an all around fucked up dude. Yeah, uh, that was pretty good. Night Stalker was good. Um, have you seen? And we I spoke about this with the past guys. Have you seen the? Uh, uh, assassination Gianni Versace. No, I watched a couple episodes of it when because uh, it it was airing on like Showtime or something, FX. wasn't it? FX. FX yeah. Was it. Yeah. So when it was airing on FX, uh, my girlfriend's friend would come over and they would watch it. It was too slow moving for me. I watched like literally two episodes and was just like, nah, it's not. Yeah, no, not I love it, it, man. I love it. But I feel like in a binge watching setting, like that was like a you know when it was coming out weekly. Yeah. Uh, nah. Same I stuck, thing with, like, I stuck around American with Horror Story. They did the same thing and watched yeah. that. Like I can't get down with the horror kinda... story. I'm down with the fucking crime story. The horror story is just not. Yeah, it's know. if it doesn't have any kind of a basis in reality where I could like really be scared of it in my own real life, then uh... one, one good horror series I do like is uh, uh, the Castle Rock. 
It's I Steve, don't watch Stephen that. King. It's not okay, bad, that's man. Stephen King. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, that's a Stephen King joint. It's okay. based off. It incorporates the entire universe cool. of Stephen King. So uh, the first one, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, uh, spoiler alert is based off in. Uh, um, Oh, what's the fucking prison? You know, it's Shawshank. It's based in Shawshank. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so, cool, cool. And then the second one, I don't know if you've ever seen Salem's Lot. There's not a lot in there. My apology. No but, worries. <laughs> uh, the second one, the second season is based uh, in uh, Salem's Lot, which has the vampire and shit like that. But it has, uh, I don't know if you saw Misery. You remember Misery? It's all Stephen King oh, shit, yo. Okay. All Stephen King cool. shit. So, like, any, any like, I think... Um, Who's tor- a torrent shows up, so you know what that's about. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The shining shit. There's a bunch of fucking uh, um, stories and just they pull from. I, yeah, I could get into yeah. that. I, pull- I probably need to brush up on Stephen King, but honestly, with stuff like that, I usually can kind of retroactively like piece it together because, with especially stuff like Stephen King and The Shining and all that, uh, it's so in popular culture yeah. that it it comes up in references in The Simpsons and yeah. in Family Guy yeah. and in you know every other animated show and yeah. sitcom and everything. They all like have a little nod to it and homage. And I've pieced together so much of pop culture. Like I'm great at trivia shows, yeah. or trivia games from yeah. You were speaking together. about you were speaking dude. About, I fuck with trivia. You were speaking about Jeopardy last time. I was oh, listening yeah. to our podcast this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would yeah I would t- I would check myself on Jeopardy like yeah. uh, like do tallies and see how well I did. Um yeah, I love trivia and I feel like a lot of the stuff I know about trivia I pieced together from homages and from nods that other like uh creators will yeah. do to things like Stephen King or Shakespeare or yeah. you know anything else that's really in the lexicon like that. Uh and yeah, so I think if I watched the Stephen King thing, I would probably just absorb a lot of like knowledge without ever having to go to a wikipedia page you know i could kind of get the the tropes he uses and the uh the style he yeah. has and no, all that it's great stuff. man you should definitely check it out i think it's amc i'm almost positive it's amc uh, it's on that's on netflix too right I Castle Rock? It's, it, it's no i think something. it's hulu it's on hulu. okay yeah i've seen yeah. it somewhere no it's tremendous man it's got two seasons i I'll check that out. i definitely suggest that um yeah and i mean that's on the horror level i get down with horror i was gonna bring up a, a film uh the vault have you ever seen the vault it's no. got james franco in it no that's a tremendous one it's about like a bank heist okay i love and bank heist type and movies. ghosts and shit oh, like that yeah okay. yeah cool. so I'm into it. I'm i'll into leave it. that there but yeah it's called the vault that's a jammer there's another one you ever seen devil yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that one's good. Rock. Is yeah. that the one with the elevator? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what's <laughs> I think funny? That's you, remember, you remember Ben, right? Yeah, yeah, Okay, one day we were in college, uh, and uh, we were watching that movie. It was late one night, and we were watching it, and Ben was like, you guys, turn this movie off. He was I'm scared. so scared. <laughs> he was so scared. He was like, can you just turn it off, please? And we are like, just go to your room. And he was like, I just don't like the energy. Like, he, he didn't like, he thought there was, like, satanic, like, uh, not messages, but like just an energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was just like, can you just please turn it off? I really don't like it. He had to leave because yeah. we were into it. It's a good movie. We were like, yeah. no, we're not turning this off, dude. It's great. Yeah. One that almost made me He leave. walked out of the apartment. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did he go home or did he just wait outside for No, he lived there. So oh, I don't yeah. know where he went. Yeah, he just like left his house. We like 
you know, kicked him out of his own house with a horror movie. There's been one horror movie that was, it was, it's a tough one, and I'm not going to discuss it too much, but it's called I Spit on Your Grave, or Spit on Your Grave, that's a tough one. It's hard and, to watch? Yeah, that's oh, okay. hard to watch. And there's another, there's but see, some... Devil isn't gory or anything no, like no, no, that. No, 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 So no, no, I was no, like, no. what do you, what do you, yeah, why do we need to turn yeah, this off? Yeah, it was just yeah. like freaking him out. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think the makers of that film would probably love to hear that story. Yeah, they freak definitely. somebody out to where they left their own house. <laughs> There's another one called uh, As Above, So Below. That one's pretty caves. good. Yeah, That's yeah, good yeah. One. I just recently watched that maybe, a, maybe a year ago. But yeah, uh, yeah I like... Um, well, the, the, the previews for that made it look not good. Uh, but oh, actually, I do remember now. So the previews made it look not good. So I didn't watch it. And then I kept seeing and seeing on the internet how it's so good, how it's so good. So it got built up for me so much. And when I watched it, I was like, it was okay. Because I thought it was going to be, like, great. Yeah. And it was just okay. Yeah. Have you seen Funny Games? Funny Games. Uh-huh. That's a, I think it's a German horror movie. Uh-uh. It's pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah. The thing, and I, I used to have a bit about this where, like, foreign horror movies, you, you like, with American horror movies, you know the good guy's going to win. Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, okay, like, I could be scared or whatever, but I know it's going to have a good ending and everybody's going to be happy. It's kind of how horror movies go, which is, I kind of don't like about horror movies. Yeah. Uh, foreign horror movies, though, they're going to kill the main character. They're going to fucking... You're gonna see some gnarly torture scenes. Like there, there's no holds barred yeah. of the for, foreign horror movie. You don't know where it's going. It's like yeah. a roller coaster. No, I agree. It's super unpredictable. Yeah. So I love foreign horror movies, but they made an American version of Funny Games, but the German version is like way better. Yeah, I think they're both on Netflix, or they both used to be. Fun and games. Funny games. Funny games. Funny games. Okay. I don't really want to tell you too much about what it's about, but yeah, it's okay. It's one of those like. Uh, can't escape type movies where oh, it's like something bad's happening kind of but it's like something bad's happening and the main characters can't get out of it they're like there's no way you can see as the viewer like how are you gonna get out of this like you're fucked so it's one of those movies where the whole time you're just like anxiety like oh like what's gonna happen how are yeah. they gonna get out are they gonna be okay like yeah and you never it's you never have the feeling like oh everything's gonna be okay yeah which is awesome Let's keep going on the horror level. I know it's fucking like uh, January, so it's not yeah, even it's, fucking it's, spooky it's level. Yeah, it's far from the prime. But, but like, uh, like as far as your old school, like universal horror characters, as far as like the Dracula and all that shit like that, what's the, you got any favorites on that one? Oh, man. Dracula's, the Wolfman's, the fucking Frankenstein's, the Mummies, all that type of stuff. And then we'll move on to like uh, uh, modern horror, like slasher guys. But we'll, let's stick in that, that classical realm. Uh, there's also the Nosferatu. That's another vampire type yeah, joint. Yeah, I guess uh, I would say what like... Do you think? Oh, man, with, like, classic, classic horror. Even as a child, I thought they were kind of cheesy, so I never got super into them. Yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Me and my dad used to watch Tales from the Crypt all the time. Yeah. That guy. I know it's not yeah. a, a movie, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, the host good. of that used to scare up. the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah, for sure. But he is well. Uh, and he then also, well. I guess even just, people talk shit about M. Night Shyamalan, but he, did, did he, he didn't do The Ring, right? He did Signs. Yeah, I don't think he did that. It was ring. around the same time, but I remember seeing Signs and The Ring in theaters, and yeah. those two movies. And Signs isn't that good or that scary, but yeah. that one scene it's with the alien. Though. You know yeah. that one scene with yeah, the alien the I'm talking up, about? The pop yeah, up. that scared the, the hell out of me yeah. as a kid. And uh, The Ring too. they had that scene where they opened the closet door, yeah. and she's just there with her face all distorted. Yeah. That, like, scarred me, too. I can't get down with these new uh, adaptations. Uh, well, that's that's very odd. L- let me state this: I can't get down with the new adaptation of Stephen King films, but I fuck with that Castle Rock. That's yeah. kind of weird. But the new ones, like the the it. Oh, shit the like new that. it was awful, dude. Yeah, I couldn't believe how awful it was. Yeah, I had to turn. I didn't even finish yeah. it. I think it's because it's not original. But that other one is. Well, not, not no. The first it, the new it. That's just it. That one was okay. 
But the, then it too, it too is the one with like uh, the really long movie with Bill Hader. Yeah. I guess they both had Bill Hader, but he was a more main character in the second one. Okay, see, uh, I didn't even see the second one. I saw the first it's, one. The second one is awful. Yeah, I saw the I first. I could one. not finish it. It was so slow, and it's like three and a half hours long. It's ridiculous. Like, what are you even doing with this? Yeah, make it into a series if it's going to be that fucking long. Yeah, but um, yeah, other horror stuff that I really liked. Uh, I like uh, like Jeepers Creeper, like monsters. Like, I guess it would be like Jason type monsters. Yeah, let's move on to those. Move on. Yeah, to those. it would be the, like like the, the Jasons. Yeah, fucking... Jeepers Creepers. That monster was super scary. Like, okay, kind of like unstoppable monster mm-hmm. characters. I I love that. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. G- uh, like like Stranger Things kind of did that unstoppable monster type thing. I really haven't gotten on that, but oh man, not. you yeah. gotta get out! Like, what is that I- two seasons, three se- two seasons, two or three? Yeah, yeah it, the first one's the best, but they're they're all pretty good. The yeah. plot the plot uh, gets a little watered down, and they start trying to really get into the characters. But there's child actors, so mm-hmm. they can't do great things yeah. with their characters yet. Yeah. So, uh, but the first season when they're it's more plot driven and yeah. less about the characters, uh, super super good. Because the kid actors, they're good actors, uh, but they're still children. Yeah. They're not going to bl- make you cry or blow your mind, you know? Yeah. No, I got you on that. What's up with... Uh, let's move... So that's a solid TV set, solid horror set. One uh, last little go, plug. Go, 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 go. I think it's called Lupin or Lupin. It, it's like L-U-P-I-N. That's on Netflix. Uh, I'm only... I think I just started the second season, maybe. Or I might be on the last episode of the first season. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's a French suspense movie that I think it's, I guess it's, I'm guessing it's based on, I don't know if this is a fictional author in the, in the show or if it's like their version of Sherlock Holmes kind of shit or Hardy boys. Uh, they have like a novel series in the show about a guy named like Lupin Lupin or whatever. And that's what, uh, it's about, it's not about that, but it's about this like, uh, poor kid from like Senegal that like lives in France and, uh, Starts becoming this criminal. I don't want to give too much away, but it, it shows out. his origin story in the first few episodes and yeah. how he starts becoming this kind of like criminal, like a uh, mastermind. Yeah, it's pretty I like, sick. I like the unsolved mystery stuff, man. You gotta I watch don't... it in French, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I do like that unsolved mysteries type stuff, and even in podcast form, there's one oh, called like yeah. Up and Vanished. That one's okay. Dope. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, that one's a dope one, man. I would listen to that shit on like road trips with the wife. We would just put that motherfucker on and mm-hmm. listen to it wherever we were going. But yeah, that's a solid set on the whole horror regime. There's a lot more stuff on the podcast form that you can discuss about like horror uh, specific to just telling of a unsolved mystery or something like that but those are always dope but then again it's always like you know the ending it's fucking unsolved oh yeah so, that's you know yeah i was watching the unsolved mysteries and it was really annoying the new one? They're, yeah yeah uh it's not that good it's as far as the the murder documentaries they're making nowadays dude yeah. like you can't hold a candle to that nah. with like a 30 minute unsolved mystery nah, thing nah, nah. you gotta have like a six episode arc where you're like what the fuck is gonna happen like yeah. a 30 minute thing about a crime when you don't even know who did yeah. it did you watch like, the act I think I did. What's, uh, which one was that? The act is about, uh, what's her name? Um, oh, man. What is her name? Uh, Joey King is the actor, plays, uh, oh, fuck. It's this kid that the mom, oh, my goodness. Why am I forgetting this, man? Uh, 
what the fuck is it called? And ho- all right, I gotta look this fucking up. My apologies. No worries. I'll, I'll try uh, to fill a little fuck, bit of it. Uh, so the act was that. Uh, was it, it was it on? on Hulu. It okay. was on Hulu specifically. Then I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I no, do remember. I remember people talking about it, but I so did not it's about watch that. Uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Oh, I did the, watch that. I watched that. With the, that's the one with the uh, the Munchausen syndrome, right? The Munchausen yeah, syndrome yeah, yeah. and fucking uh, who's hidden it hot is Patricia Arquette. Yeah, so that was so I watched a documentary before I watched the HBO that. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a fire one. They have t- I think there's two documentaries about okay. it, and then then the show. I watched the so HBO. I watched one. like yeah, I watch. I think there's a Netflix one, maybe two, or maybe it's just the HBO. I one. peeped the HBO one on fucking YouTube. I think. Oh, it was good, dude. <laughs> yeah. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to fucking Travis Evans. He put me on that. <laughs> yeah, on the on the YouTube plug or on the whole thing. The YouTube play oh, for nice, the nice. for cool. that, so we rounded it off, and it was oh, that's fucking great, hell yeah! But uh, yeah, man, that's some that's that's a good little closer on the TV and the crime and stuff like that. All right, man, we could talk about uh, let's go, let's see, we could talk about uh, cartoons of our past because I mean those are those are excellent. We could talk about food or we could talk about travels, man. What do you want to do? What do you? Uh, I haven't on? traveled anywhere since last time. I had the camping trip last time. Yeah, Gardner, right? About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I went to Alabama after that. Was really? That- was I that, haven't heard about that. No. Okay. Well, that was so before, or yeah, the the Garner trip was really just a uh, practice for for Alabama. Uh, we were going on a, like just to see if my dog could do it. So you and, went on a camping trip in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And we went to it says Northern Alabama. It's called the Talladega National Forest. All right. And it was called Cheha State Park. It's yeah. like C H E A H A. Yeah. Dude, it was beautiful. Uh, very beautiful, man. Like the, and it was fall, like the fall colors were crazy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, is mountainous. It's the highest point in Alabama. I've never, so, I don't think I've ever been there, man. I'm, I think it's like, yeah, yeah, I've never, I've been to Alabama a few times. Yeah. My family used to go fishing there, but I've been to the beach area and everything. Yeah. Uh, never up North Alabama. So there's like hilly. Uh, we were at the highest point. I think it was like three or f- 3,000 feet up. Yeah. Something around there. With the dog. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Super rocky. It was crazy because, like, uh, you know, you'd be down not on the mountain. Yeah. It looks like it looks outside today, like sunny, nice. You go up in the mountain and it gets foggy and kind of cold yeah. and like windy. And so we were pretty much sleeping. We were sleeping at the highest point. Like yeah. the highest point was meth fucking 60 feet away from our campsite. Oh. So we had a really good view, uh, amazing sunsets and sunrises. Uh, a lot of but- trees or what? And, uh, yeah, there were tre- tons of trees, but like because we were so high up, you still like you could just see forever. Yeah, like we were above a lot of the trees, like from yeah. from where, Whoa, where it was very cool. rocky. Uh, and uh, man, it was it was really pretty. The one thing though, I didn't see a single animal the whole time. I was about to ask you that. That's yeah, okay. no animals in like in Garner. I saw so much wildlife. Yeah, in Alabama, I didn't see a deer. I didn't yeah. see a raccoon. I didn't see a possum. I didn't see anything. You saw the javelinas last time. Squadron. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I saw tons of wildlife, which I was looking forward to, and also I was really looking forward to stars. Mm. And uh, I think it was because it was a little hazy while we were there. Yeah. But honestly. The towns below were really, really tiny little towns, but the light pollution was so oh, bad. fucking it up. Yeah, I don't think... Because in the, in the brochure, it says, you know, great star watching and yeah. whatever, stargazing. And so we were really excited about that. And uh, A, you know, when you're camping, uh, you go to sleep a little earlier. I was going to bed, like, as soon as it got dark. 
So oh, you have to. You outside. Yeah. You ain't gonna fucking. Yeah. Let's call it, man. Let's, so uh, so I think that the stars really got good around three a.m. Yeah. Like my girlfriend said, she woke up a couple times around three a.m. Yeah, God she said she was damn. like, man, you should have seen it. The, the moon was gigantic. It was like looked like it was right there. Yeah. And, that's uh, another shout out to 3 a.m. for Eastern Geeks. We've talked about 3 a.m. Oh, really? a lot on this podcast. Yeah, apparently that's when you got to stay up for it to like for the stars to really be really, popping up there. Really? Well, yeah, I, I was blaming it on light pollution, but maybe it just wasn't getting dark enough. 3 a.m. is a, it's a devil's hour, though. You know what I'm saying? Ah. So that's interesting that you say the stars are very prominent, or if people have told you the stars are prominent around 3 a.m. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh man, Alabama. So yeah, other than that, so yeah, we went up there, and then we we hit the beach on the way back, and then we hit New Orleans on the on the Excellent. way back. Excellent. Did you uh, go to the fucking Urban South? No, oh. I wanted to, but we were in a hurry. Uh, yeah. So, How yeah, long were I, you in the city for? Uh, in New Orleans for so we got there at night, checked in the Airbnb at maybe like with the dog with the Leo. Yeah, yeah. Got, okay. got a good Airbnb ah, with the dog. I gotta and figure everything. that one out, man. Cheap Airbnb really? too. Yeah, it was a nice, I love that place. Nice cheap Airbnb. Yeah, with that, I want to go back. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was a ghost town. It was COVID everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, checking the Airbnb late at night, met up with a couple friends, uh, like in, not in the French quarter, but, uh, somewhere like uptownish area, like some bars and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then the next day I went to go see my, uh, my best friend growing up. And this is a good segue into the cartoon thing too, because that's yeah. what I was going to talk about next. Yeah, but, uh, excellent. my, my best friend growing up, uh, he's from there from Thibodeau, Louisiana. Okay. And he lives, uh, a little outside of New Orleans now. And so I met up with him for dinner that night, and then the next day we went and saw I saw his mom because his mom was like a second mom to me. Yeah, and uh, he made us some pralines, and we went and Ooh. got po' boys. It was all around great, great Louisiana trip. But it was, I was only there for maybe like twelve hours. Um, but uh, the uh, so yeah, the, the cartoons we were talking about. Hey Arnold earlier. Uh, hey Arnold, and then the cartoon that's my namesake, Doug. Yeah, I related hard to both of those because I had a, a black best friend, and Arnold had about black best friend, and Doug's best friend is like purple or blue yeah, or whatever. He's a, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So uh, two different colors. He had, they had a color on Disney and a color on Nick. Yeah. Skeeter was like two different colors. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I just feel like I related heavily to those cartoons growing up. Hell yeah! No, Doug was a tremendous show, man. They make a record on Doug. I'll, I'll let you peep that record, that Hey Arnold record, in a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, I love, uh, those cartoons, the Dugs, the Hey Arnolds, the, the, uh, anything Nickelodeon on that, on that level, you know what I'm saying? Not the current type of stuff like that. And not, I like really the animation stuff, man, when they started to get into the, uh, live action stuff, I was like, nah, I really can't do it, yo. Uh, but the cartoon stuff on, yeah. on, on Nickelodeon, the cartoon stuff on Cartoon Network, we got some Cartoon Network stuff in the blend. I don't know if you can see the fucking, uh, you can see the Oh, the fucking, Dexter? Yeah, 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 I noticed Dexter that earlier. Joint. Dexter was another one I really liked because I was a pretty nerdy kid. Yeah. And, you know, the name started with a D. <laughs> I'd find anything to relate to a cartoon character as a kid. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like, um, I was going to say, yeah, the live action stuff. I always wanted, you know how they did the Rugrats? They did like the uh, All Grown Up or whatever? Yeah. I wish they would have done that live action. Yeah. For some reason. Like, I really? just feel like Rugrats, it's, it seems realistic. And not with babies, obviously, yeah, but yeah, yeah. in that universe, once you get up into tweens and adults, I think that that universe lends itself to It's not live a bad action. idea, bro. It's a pretty real universe. It's not you a bad idea. I, mean? I feel like the live action would serve it pretty well. On that level, yes. It, it could happen. It could definitely happen. I can see them making like a live action. I don't know. I love the, that show. The, the Rugrats? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was great. I didn't like the... the uh, animation style changes when the films occurred we've talked about this with other people on the podcast as well um but like whenever 
the I feel whenever the when this this cartoon hit the major market to be a a film produced, I think most of them most of theirs were produced by ah, oh maybe not Universal. I don't think I don't know, man. Whoever all the Nickelodeon films were produced by after the film was released, the animation style just completely changed. Oh yeah, and I just can't get down with that. That's why I like a lot of the shows that didn't get movies. I think like uh, Angry Beavers. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Angry Beavers with you know Cat Dog. Yeah. Cat, Cat Dog, Dog got a movie though, right? I don't know about a major film. Though. Yeah, it was like a Nickelodeon movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah Cat yeah. Dog was great. Yeah, Cat Dog was great. Uh, Rocco's Martin, Modern Life yeah, was really Rocco's, good. Oh, great, great, great. Hold on there a minute, freaks and geeks. I need to talk to you real quick about Green Belt Botanicals. Because after all, Green Belt Botanicals is the official sponsor of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. And we really appreciate them for coming along on the ride. Green Belt Botanicals is the most trustworthy and reputable CBD dispensary and retailer in the Austin area. And if you're out in the Austin area and you can't drop in physically to visit one of their amazing stores throughout the city of Austin, then be sure to hit them up at greenbeltbotanicals.com. Whether you're in-store or hit them up online they have an official freaks and geeks promo code for all of the listeners of the doctor's orders podcast with the 512 foot doctor that's you that's you the freaks and geeks make sure you hit use this promo code get 15 percent off at checkout at greenbeltbotanicals.com and that promo code is foot doctor one five that's all caps f-o-o-t-d-r one five to get 15 percent off at checkout at greenbelt botanicals and greenbeltbotanicals.com they've got some amazing products in store and online they got the cbd tinctures they've got the delta eight thc tinctures they got smokables they've got vapor cartridges i went in there recently and i stocked up on all of my traditional smokables that i get there they got the bubba kush they've been holding it down on the delta eight thc with bubba kush they got the new one the sour diesel on delta eight thc as well some other new flavors they got some new strains are the hawaiian haze and they also have the cbg they call it janet G. Go check that one out. And the, the tried and true, the sour space candy. You got to dabble in and check all these products out, freaks and geeks. They've got some amazing stuff over there. If you have any questions, if you need any information, any product insight, product review, hit them up at greenbeltbotanicals.com. Remember to use that official freaks and geeks promo code. Please, freaks and geeks, support the sponsor because the sponsor supports the podcast. That's greenbeltbotanicals.com. Now let's get back to the show. So you are listening to the Doctor's Orders podcast. This is episode number 21. Tremendous episode with Douglas Hasman. We're talking about Rocco's Modern Life. And we're talking about just uh, old school 90s Nick, Nickelodeon and just uh, uh, animation in general. So let's keep it going, man. We were talking about the film. And oh, man, there's uh, talking about films and talking about the uh, animation changing styles and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I told you that... Uh, Rocco got a movie on Netflix, and so that that, that was a big thing because it did come out of nowhere, and uh, it also led to the Hey Arnold film that's on Nickelodeon as well. So there's I haven't a, watched that one. Either. There is there's that one, and they're both by Netflix, so it's a tremendous thing, and they're both by Nickelodeon. Did you so see that's that Nickelodeon too. NFL game? I heard about. I it. I saw like I only saw like yeah. one clip from it, but it I was, was horrendous. Like, what? And I, I saw a clip of the announcer, and I was like, yeah, I could not have done that. Like one of the, with the yeah. girl, the young girl announcer yeah. was like real annoying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like, I, I don't know. I guess it's just that, that what, who's that, uh, uh, Viacom? 
They, that's oh, what they yeah, got. They, the, they got they got big uh, big money in the fucking uh, uh, TV game, so they can be they can stream whatever the fuck. They yeah, want. it was it's a little sketch that the NFL like was trying so hard to get the youth involved. Yeah. Like with all the con- I guess all the concussion stuff is probably cutting into like the yeah. kids that want to play football. I can understand on the level that you speak of to try and get the kids, but you know I don't know, man. But I mean I get that, but they like I think that the amount of kids getting into football now is fine. Yeah. Like me personally, I, I'm a huge football fan now. I didn't not like football until 2012. Yeah, I was in marching band all through high school, all through college. Never even really watched a full play. And I was like, I could take it or leave it, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a fan. And that had nothing to do with fucking watching football on Nickelodeon. It it all had to do with gambling. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think they need to put any money into fucking. Uh, kids, yeah. you know what I mean? I think they should probably put their money into gambling. That was but. very interesting. That's never occurred in the history of history, you know what I'm saying? They've never, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon's never covered that. And we were there to see that. We were there to fucking enjoy yeah, it, well, Nickelodeon well, in the past also and then when, that. Now. When I was a kid, though, like everybody, like a fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, everybody was into football. Everybody was like, oh, are you watching the Cowboys game? Oh, are you watching this game or that game? And also the Texans, I guess, had just started as a franchise, but that... That's never been in Houston. It's never been like a big like. Oh, we have a sports team now. Like growing up, like my my dad was an Oilers fan, and then we didn't have a football team, and it was like whatever. But yeah, all all the kids I went to school, we played football, and you know, in the fields, and we fucking. I played football for a year in middle school. Like yeah. it was still like a part of. Maybe it's because we're in Texas too. It's probably Definitely. different. That's big. That's it's probably big. different in like. I don't even know. I can't even think of a state that isn't good at football, right? Like, we want to think Texas is so good. Arizona. Like, uh, Nebraska. But Nebraska's great Nebraska's at football. Good. Fucking, uh, Ohio, good at football. Like, I'm trying I was, to think of a middle America state that's, like, not... The Minnesotas or the South Dakotas? Yeah, 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 I guess. Way or probably New York. I, I would imagine New York's not a yeah. big football hub or, yeah. like, Maine. Yeah. New Hampshire, shit yeah. like that. No, you're right on that. Yeah. You're right on that. Liberal so, states. Yeah. <laughs> So that's a good cartoon talk, man. Like, um, I, I mean, cartoons are big. What about? I, I don't know. What What do you think about the whole like, um, you know, the the Looney Tunes and the fucking that type of stuff, the the Hanna Barberas and the old school shit like that, oh, the I Flintstones love, dude, and the I Jetsons. I grew up and shit with like that. that. It, the, yeah, that Hanna Barbera and Tex Avery were yeah, like Tex my Avery two hot. like that. I was parked in front of the TV on Saturday morning eating my like cinnamon sugar bread yeah. and like <laughs> carbs watching. cinnamon sugar carbs yeah 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 I um corn carbs yeah like those cartoons were so good and then like uh growing up and learning uh how much that they've really impacted the culture mm-hmm. like so much of what they did with classical music has mm-hmm. just been redone and redone and redone and like they I think that they gave classical music a new life I love the because, amount of music that they yeah, use in like those. personally I think I could probably name five songs I would never have heard if it wasn't for Bugs Bunny Barbara Seville yeah for one exactly you know what I'm saying but yeah, and then that was whatever that Italian song is. Yeah, Looney Tunes. I learned yeah. that from Looney yeah, yeah, Tunes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of piano shit. Some yeah, Franz yeah, Liszt. Yeah. I remember uh, Bugs Bunny was doing some Franz Liszt shit. I wouldn't even know what Franz Liszt was if it yeah, was. And yeah, and he killed I heard the first. wabbit. Yeah, kill the wabbit. <laughs> yeah. Like all of that. Like uh, that. If that never existed, I would wager that that music would be gone. Yeah. Like I think that that they probably it was probably weird when they first did that because those cartoons were old when i was a kid 
And yes. I remember my parents, you know, chuckling at those jokes. And like, yeah. oh, I get that joke. But they probably only got that joke because they saw that cartoon when they were younger. Or, you know, that, that cartoon kind of reinvigorated that back into the, the cultural lexicon. Like, I think that those those cartoons probably did a lot for classical music oh, and yeah. for just like and jazz as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom and Jerry was on Tom and oh, Jerry yeah. was on the jazz realm. Do you yeah, remember I that song? Uh, is you is or is you mm-hmm. ain't hot joint? I only know that song because we, of Tom yeah, and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, Tom and Jerry killed it on the. I, I mean, just the um, the amount of music that was incorporated then on a fucking. What, what, how long were those? Um, two and a half, three minutes. Yeah, at the it most. Have been you know what I'm saying? Longer than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The music in that was really good. Also, I don't know. We're going to talk about comedy in a little bit. I think this is a good transition into comedy. We, we, we could talk about food as well, but we can we can maybe hold that off to a little bit later when we talk about the, the uh, uh, fine things like alcohol and wine and, and uh, 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 whiskeys and stuff like that and beers. But, uh, um, uh, oh, geez, what was I going to talk about? Oh, come on. Comedy, uh, cartoons, Bugs Bunny, comedy, music. Comedy, cartoons, Bugs it's gone. Son of oh, a bitch. Oh, no. Son of a bitch. It's gone. Travels. Nah. Damn. It was something with comedy, and we were talking about Oh, cartoons. I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Three Stooges. Yo. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Three Stooges. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. I think that that, like, I... On comedy. I, uh... I think my, my dad was really into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And what were they... The Invisible Man, the original one, was that them? Or was that... No, uh, no, the invisible- Abbott and Costello. That was Abbott and Costello, right? I, the invisible I don't man? think. No, or I don't- the, Abbott and Costello did a, a version of the Invisible Man, I think. And Abbott and Costello, my mom got me into them. My dad was a Three Stooges fan. I think it was my the mom Mummy. Was an yeah, I think and it was Costello. the Mummy. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. I just knew it was like a, an Invisible Man, and they had like a wrap around him, and yeah. they unwrapped it, and he was like not there. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's been years since I watched that. Abbott and Costello was a great, little though. kid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, those those two things like. Um, yeah, they they really really influenced me, and I, yeah. I and not just directly but indirectly. Same as the same as the um as Bugs Bunny and Looney yeah. Tunes. Like, uh, there's so much things that that I don't even know referenced the Three Stooges until yeah. like later later. I I watched like you know a snippet of the Three Stooges in a documentary, and I'm yeah. like, oh man, like I recognize that from from this cartoon I used to watch or from this sitcom. You know, they they rehash that joke or they like reinvigorated that joke yeah that kind of stuff like blows my mind and it's it's apparent in music and comedy and film and everything like the culture as much as you want to think it changes and you like i feel like we could sit down with somebody from you know 1890 and laugh and have a conversation <laughs> and have like you know similar we could probably relate on yeah. certain things you know and i think Some that's humor. so cool yeah Man, yeah, no, I get you. It's well rounded, and it it draws from the same uh, entities. I think it's 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 a purity of the whole. Yeah, the it's art all it's the, all like the, uh, the, human. the human condition. Yeah, yeah, like the 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 emotions we all feel, the feelings yeah. we all feel. If you can find a way to distill that into humor and make it relatable, yeah, uh, it's it's timeless. Like yeah. there's it's you know, and it, it's weird, and I'm just now realizing because one of the the tenets I live my life by is that emotions are temporary and don't let your, your temporary emotion change your like permanent, you know, situation. Mm -hmm. But emotions are temporary, but they do persist. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the same emotions that we've had for thousands of years still kind of like, you know, hit us like deep in the, in the back of your brain, you know, you resonate with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I agree. That's a that's on a philosophical joint right there. You gotta like, uh, you are you can all you can go in with the same direction the entire time, or you can go in with an open direction, you know, and change it up and see where it goes. So that's cool, man. Uh, I really dig on that. That's uh that's a well round from books, from film, from movies, from TVs, from influences. So mm-hmm. hell yeah, I think I, I think we share a lot of stuff on that. You know, it, it's interesting that uh, uh, and this was a, a topic of the first ten. So and it's 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 a good time that you're here where the uh, uh, small world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We didn't know each other when we were fucking growing up as a kids. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we share these similar things, these similar appreciations yeah. and traits and shit like that. And then fucking, the I think the 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 uh, the language the language of life, the music fucking brought us together. Oh, really, yeah, bro. dude, like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I, and I feel like that's like if you can connect with somebody on a musical level. Yeah, I I think you can. I can look past a lot. Like yeah. if me and somebody share like the same music and not the same political va- values. Like I could relate more to that than anything else like i could you know i could be like well you know it's just like how this man did that like and find like a common ground like i've always been pretty good at finding common ground with people with whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, like i love finding things in common with like new people i meet or anything but i think music if you already have music in common it just covers so much like it's it's almost it's hard to put into words how much uh, music can cover because yeah. it covers like a, a feeling, a vibration, like a, a vibe, if you will, uh, you know, a point of view, um, you know, a mood. Like Definitely. it's it's literally Definitely. like like one song can encompass so many like micro emotions just of sound that yeah and if if you know like oh you like that like Mm -hmm. that's such a specific thing it's like it's a specific combination of notes and words and uh rhythms you know and uh it's it's so unique like if you combine those things in a unique way uh and have it like well received uh you know with people in different walks of life even uh you know and you you know i'll meet up with like or like you, you're a bigger Santana fan than me. Like I'm sure Santana is one of those like artists that has a fan base that really just spans over across like yeah, specific so many, but well, a specific fan base. But but the you know very diverse. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like when yeah. I go see Snarky Puppy, I'm sure you've heard me rave about Snarky Puppy. When you go see them, it's like old black people. And young white people. I would say, and it's so weird yeah. that we we both we both jam this yeah. stuff together. Like yeah. we have n- almost nothing else in common, but we both think that this grooves, yeah. and that's mind blowing to me. Yeah, a sharing of stuff like that, sharing mm-hmm. of just uh, of tones, sharing of life, and you don't even really love. need to talk about it. Like we yeah. both know what's good about it. You yeah. know, we don't need to be like, well, what about like, what do you like about it? Like we both know what we like about it. You know, it's just inherent. I got you on that one. So let's uh, let's move on to why we're here today. One for uh, uh, again, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for being in house oh, in the yeah. fucking it was, studio. It's Life a pleasure. Death, I'm so upset. Last time it was car troubles, right? Yeah. That I couldn't come. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got me. Yeah, my car's running great. Hell right yeah, now, we got so. it now. But let's talk about uh, you're here to do this, and you're also here because we're gonna go check something out tonight. Uh, let's get back to your craft. Let's get back to what you do. Again, like I mentioned, I opened up with you. Uh, you're the host and you're the MC at the uh, Rud- uh, Rudyards. No, no, there's no T in there. No, Rudyards. With Rudyards. A T. It's a, I think it's a poet or an author or something. Yeah. A British guy. 
that they named it after. It's a British pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually not the always host. I'm only the host sometimes. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, uh, D-U-S-T-I-R-H-O-D-E-S. Okay. Look her up. She's hilarious. She's amazing. Uh, she's the host. Uh, but or not the host. She's the run. She's the showrunner. Yeah, she runs the room. Uh, she picks different people to host every week. But you've hosted it. Before. Yeah, I've hosted okay, it cool, several cool, cool, times. Cool, cool. Yeah, I love so hosting it. it yeah, yeah, yeah. I love hosting it. It's the best mic in Houston, hands down. Like it's probably the best show right now. It's the best show in Houston. There's no comedy clubs in Houston. Yeah. That are what is Red Year's? Right it's a British pub, right? British so pub, they okay. they have food. Uh, they used to have just regular you know bar food. But the last um, year or two or so, they got a new chef. Uh, he used to have a pizza place called Pie Pizza, like P-I Pizza, uh, or the symbol Pie Pizza. Yeah. Uh, and they closed down, I guess. Uh, I don't know why. But now he is the head chef at Rudyard's. And so they have pizza. He's from Detroit, so they do Detroit-style pizza. Okay. And then they have like a Houston-style pizza, which is just normal pizza. Uh, and then they have... Uh, Pastrami, they make their own pastrami in house. Oh. They make their own bread, like a marble rye in house. Uh, he's a great chef, and they have great food. So, and they uh, now it's less, but they usually have I would say like thirty to forty beers on tap. Now they probably got about fifteen twenty, uh, but they have all the taps still. But they yeah. just you know the supply is a little uh, weird right now. Uh, and they uh, yeah they have a upstairs where they do comedy. Uh, it's dark, low ceilings, That's quiet good. That's like. Good. Uh, really nice stage. There's uh, thick soundproof curtains when you go upstairs, so mm. you can't hear the bar downstairs. Mm. Uh, it's an excellent, excellent comedy That's room. A park. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, and it's pretty much a comedy club now. Like the past, I don't know, six months, it's basically been a comedy club. Yeah, that's good, man. So uh, you've been doing that whole thing, but you're here tonight. What? Tell us what. Tell us what's going on tonight. I mean, I've, oh, we're going to we're going to Kill Tony, okay. which I've uh, never done. I've been to. I've been to. Uh, Where did you go? To? One or two in Houston at the okay. Secret Group, uh, okay. which is the I've been to right one. now closed well, comedy club. Okay, yeah, Secret Group. Uh, see, I've I've had friends. My friend George Brito has done it before. My friend Ashton Womack has done it before. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a pretty cool little uh, jumping like stepping stone. Like Ashton Womack, he writes for uh, the Daily Show now. Okay. So he's, uh, you know, in the first thing that I can remember him ever getting was getting on Kill Tony. Did you put your name in the bucket then, or no? Uh, not yet. I'm going to. So this no, is the then, fir- then no, no, I did not. No. Okay. So this is the yeah. first time. You- yeah, this is the first time. I'm. I didn't know uh, there was a uh, name bucket yeah. type thing back then. That, that okay. was. It was in a, It was during a comedy festival. It was mm. called Come and Take It Festival mm-hmm. at the Secret Group. Um, and. Uh, so yeah, Tony Hinchcliffe had a set, Brian Red- Redband had a set, and I think it was like in between their sets or before, they did a Kill Tony podcast, yeah. and uh, I was just kind of sitting in there waiting to watch Tony, because uh, this is before his one-shot special. Yeah, tremendous special. Uh, I think, tremendous it might have been special. right after, but it was around that time, so he it's, was It's he not was accessible hot. anymore anymore. I know, and I don't know why they took it off Netflix, and I, I heard people say, like I've heard on comedy like subreddits and stuff. People say it wasn't great, but I thought it was, oh, it was really great. well done. I thought the jokes it was were great. great. And the the thought of like filming a comedy one special one shot, take, one it's excellent because I get how you would want to edit your show, like you know, do three yeah. shows and edit the crowd yeah. in. Nah. But if you do have a good show, having it in one shot makes so much sense. Yeah. Why do you need to edit yeah. a comedy special? It's yeah. one person standing on stage. Why do you Damn. need five angles yeah. of that? And like, yeah, I think the idea of doing a comedy uh, special one shot was really cool. Yeah. 
That's the first time I tripped acid with fucking uh, Cast. I got Cast. You watched that? Yeah. Nice. Oh, fuck. It was a I, yeah. I had a hit. I almost brought it. Uh, yeah. I didn't. I left it at home because <laughs> I'm responsible, and I think I might have to work tomorrow. So. Oh, yeah? Damn. Okay. Man. But uh, so we're going to go to Kill Tony, all right? We're going tonight. Uh, I'm very excited. We've already. So what have. Uh, are you going to put your name in the bucket? Yeah, I'm going to put my name in. I, I, I timed it uh, a couple days ago. I was in the shower. Nice. And I was I have a little watch in there hanging off my, you know, where you put your loofah and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I'm going to time a time couple jokes see what's up and it looks like i'm only going to be able to do two jokes two jokes okay. but i think they're two good ones it's my yeah. shack joke and that's my good uh, oh and the, the weed dealer the communist weed dealer joke that, God. so you, those are my two jokes if you and, can put the fucking one about the scissors in there you know, uh, this yeah. one about the scissors wrecks me you love it okay me. cool because i love it too and <laughs> I, I feel like it hasn't gotten it's only gotten a good response like once okay 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 well you got you got the but shack. i love it i think if you like it and you're a Tony Hinchcliffe fan, so maybe his audience would like it. Right. Uh, and I do, maybe I could add, we'll time it out a little later. If I'll you can say, like, works. I got one more, if you want to run these at the end as well, because, like, I'm fucking. Yeah, we'll run it, we'll time it, we'll do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'll time it and then uh, see if it's a minute. Oh, I'm going to drive you to this? I hope you get in, man. Me too. I hope you get in. Fuck yeah. That's yeah, I hope I get in. I hope that he invites me on the podcast. I hope this is my make or break. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Yeah. I don't think yeah. has that ever happened. You're you're a fan of the show. Has he ever like had a guest on there or a, a person put their name in the bucket that was a comic that was just like so good that he was like, "Come on my podcast" or whatever. Well, that is his podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. This is only yeah. podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, but he has had cats that said, uh, um, um, "Come back, come back again in two weeks." Oh, you know? okay, so cool. So hit that out of the park. If oh, mm-hmm. I, I wish you the fucking best. Doug. All right, thank you. Yeah, uh, well, because yeah. uh, Ashton and George both did really well, yeah. and he they ended he ended up interviewing them afterwards. Basically, like, how long you been doing it? You yeah. know, da, da, da. You're no, very that's, funny, I, da, da. that's I hope you so, get to do that. Yeah, that's what everybody. Yeah, gets that was, it's like kind of getting back to the couch on Carson. Yeah, and I feel like this is honestly the closest thing we have to Carson right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what else is there where you can do comedy on a thing that thousands of people a week listen to? Yeah, or watch what and. What do you think about him? What do you think about uh, Tony Angela? I like. I thought his comedy. I like. I haven't watched his comedy since uh, the one shot thing. Shot, yeah. And I know before then he's a big roaster. You know, yeah, that's yeah. The, and, the hottest spot in, you can catch in, him. And that's not my favorite genre of yeah. comedy, but yeah, I can yeah. recognize when somebody's yeah. very good at it. Like yeah. like uh, Anthony Jeselnik, very yeah. good at having that persona that's like a dick and yeah. like, but you love it, you know. And he's the same way. And I used to not like. I I didn't like him. Because of his persona. Yeah. But at this Come and Take It Comedy Festival, I smoked a bowl with him outside. Uh, we chilled. We passed That's the bowl. I smoked with him as well. And Morgan it. Murphy. Brian Redman uh, didn't smoke with us. I think it's because he has herpes. It was just the vibe. Oh. I, it was a vibe I got. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> Brian. Uh, <laughs> Brian. That's, That's what it seemed thing. like, Brian. And maybe you were waiting <laughs> on test results. I don't know. Uh, this was a few years ago. But it's the vibe I got. And having listened to your, you know, on a podcast, I... Uh, you know, it's not that far out of the realm of possibility. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this was this is also, by the way, I don't know if you've ever heard the story about uh, Brian Redman is told about going to strip clubs, wearing no, uh, no. Uh, leggings or some shit with like Astro or what's that lube Astroglide. Yeah, he was. This was around that time, so I was like, "You're going to strip clubs with Astroglide in your pants." I'm not. I didn't want to smoke weed after him anyway. So I. Uh, anyway. 
um, yeah, so I didn't like, I, I thought Tony, I was like, oh, I don't really care for his personality, blah, blah, blah. But after watching that, uh, set and like chilling with him, talking to him, smoking with him, uh, I do like his attitude. I like his personality. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. He, he has a really great, uh, philosophy on life. And I, I think his delivery is so good. Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've gotten a couple compliments on my delivery, but I think that if like with the right delivery, there's several jokes that I've told in the past or that I have currently that it's like, that's not really funny, but I think if I deliver it right, yeah, it could be pretty funny. And I think Tony Hinchcliffe has some stuff like that. Uh, and I think that takes a certain amount of like self-awareness as well as like situational awareness to be able to pull off. And I really respect, uh, people that have that. So. Yeah. No, he's tremendous, man. I've seen him, uh, aside from the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I'll have to cut that out. Aside from the one shot, um, I've seen him live twice, once at uh, RIP Cap City, and uh, uh, got to smoke with him at the end of that, so that was tremendous, and then once at uh, a South By thing that he did, uh, uh, that was a Kill Tony, so I've seen him twice, oh, and then fucking the first time ever at fucking Austin at the Antones joint that we're gonna go to, and we're gonna jam onto, but, uh, um, so three times, three times live, but this is the the connection. I'm glad that w- we get to share comedy in this aspect today. That's oh, what yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, excited to. Did you go? We saw Joey Diaz together. Though, we right? not not together, not together but together. we were, we're right there. We were other. there, yeah. but now we're together, and yeah, now yeah, we yeah. get to jam. It was a it was an excellent surprise to see each other. Yeah, there, that was you know crazy. What I'm saying? But now we're going in together, and I, I'm very excited. You know, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Can't wait. I hope y'all get in the bucket. You know, I think we got another buddy that's going to join us later on, a couple of buddies, and hopefully y'all They're get in the bucket. They're going to try to toss in the bucket, too? Uh, I don't know. Y'all, uh, uh, I think you got somebody else that's going to join us, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, it's my friend. Uh, I met her in Denton. Yeah. Um, she's going to try to get in the bucket. Amelia. Okay. Yeah, she, uh, I don't know. She, she, she's her first time, I think. So she's oh, really doing apprehensive. Oh, doing in general? Doing any set, yeah. Oh, So she's whoa. really apprehensive. Me, I'm like, whatever. Like, I'll go up there yeah. and do two jokes. It's a yeah. minute. What the fuck yeah, ever, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah, she's, she seems pretty nervous. She was asking me, like, a lot about, you know, comedy and stuff. Yeah, and I hope this, you so. get up on there. I hope you get up on there, man. I, I'm very excited. Oh, it's going to be an excellent, uh, excellent night. I can't wait. Uh, and it's soon to come, Freaks and Geeks. And uh, maybe on the on the latter run, I'll let you know about it. But let's move it along. Let's move it along. The producers here are telling me we got to get going. And uh, uh, let's talk about alcohol talk and food. But on uh, uh, just one moment, I got to do one thing. Freaks and Geeks, you're listening to episode number 21 of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. We're going to talk about a few more things with our guest here, Douglas Hasman. What's going on, bud? I, I, again, thank you so much for being here. We're going to we're gonna stick to a wheelhouse that we are similar with. That is fucking uh, alcohol and food and just uh, uh, the combination of the two, our experiences with one, our experiences with the, with the other. But uh, let's, let's get right into it. Uh, let's open it up with the beers, man. Like, what's your favorite? Uh, both of you, yourself and I, you and I were both uh, uh, alcohol guys, beer guys, we're hoppy guys. Uh, uh, w- we both share an appreciation for the Art Car IPA, so let's let let's eliminate that from the discussion so far. Shout out to fucking San Arnold's Art Car IPA. Um, what else do you get down with, and what got you into uh, what you like? Well, uh, well, first of all, before I forget, because I just thought of it, uh, the Yellow Rose IPA. 
You I like think, yeah, you it's in a bottle, right? Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. a bottle, right? Well, they yeah. have a draft some places. Yeah, a lot yeah, of places yeah, in yeah. Houston. But, it's but from it Magnolia. Just, yeah. From uh, Lone Pint. Yeah, at the store, you can only get it in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big ass bottle, like 16.9 ounces or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Yellow Rose is awesome. That's very, very good IPA. Really grapefruity. Uh, what it, what got me into IPAs? I'm trying to remember because I know for sure because I've told this to a lot of people. Like when I first started drinking beer, it was Deschutes Black Butte Porter, mm-hmm. or not when I first started drinking beer. When I first drink, started drinking craft beer, because at first it was like Shiner, and I was like, oh, Shiner's great. Yeah, yeah I love Shiner. Love Shiner Cheer. All that. I think Shiner Cheer. Yeah, it came out when I was like in high school. I think. Uh, love Shiner Cheer too. Um. And then uh, when I was working in restaurants, working at Mellow Mushroom and like had um, all this all this beer on tap and craft beer was just starting to get big in like 2010, 2011, stuff like that. Uh, I, I had, we had uh, Deschutes Black Butte Porter, which I believe is from Oregon, Bend, Oregon, I think. Uh, and that was my first foray really into craft beer where I was okay. like, this is excellent. Like this is just tastes so yeah, good. Yeah, taste. The taste is I the big I was like, thing. geez, this tastes so good. Yeah. And and I was just obsessed with it. And uh, that, that I'll never forget, that was like the first beer that I was like, oh, I like beer a lot. Yeah. This is what beer needs to taste yeah, like. Yeah, it can taste different ways, yeah. man. And, uh, and I don't remember. So it was all porters and stouts. That was like, and I never liked Guinness. Never. Yeah, me Not either. in the beginning, not now. Like, yeah. it tastes like fucking water. It's yeah. like foamy water. Yeah. Uh, Thick. Yeah, and uh, all offense intended for Irish people. I don't like that beer. <laughs> I don't like anything in Britain, Great Britain, all of the Greater Britain. It's my least favorite place in the world. He's going in. I hate, I I like, hate it, dude. I like fish and chips. <laughs> I don't know. Nah, well, I guess, but uh, their accents fucking suck. I yeah. don't like. I don't like British people. Dude. They got you. But uh, anyway, that's a whole other topic for another time. Um, but yeah, Guinness, I don't really, I never really liked it. And yeah, when I had that Deschutes Black Bee Porter, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, dark beer kills. It's so good. And, uh, yeah, I think nowadays, dude, America has the best beer. I can't think of, think uh, so? like it used to be American beer sucked. Like in yeah. the back in the day, like it was like, uh, American beer, there. you gotta put Peroni yeah, and yeah. yeah, you want a Peroni or Stella Artois. <laughs> but now, yeah, like America has beer on lock for sure. And yeah, that, uh, and then I got to start getting into IPAs and I don't know what it was that got me hooked on the hops, but yeah, I, the just, not, when I, think... I, if I don't, uh, Ooh, I almost have it. It's a, I think it was a Pilsner or a, could have been a pale ale. I don't know. It was, yeah. Fuck. I lost it. it was a, but it was a beer I had back then in like 2011, 2010. It was probably from a Dallas brewery, maybe from deep Ellum, maybe from four corners. Yeah. Maybe from Martin House, but I doubt it. Uh, somewhere up there. And uh, I had a hoppy beer, and, and I was just hooked. I was like, this is what I like now. Like, I the like, Deep Ellum like, IPA is nasty. It's sick. Yeah, it's if great. I, if, it's I don't, if I don't have hops, like hops are what beer is to yeah. me now. Like if it, there's no hops, even if I do have a darker beer, I want it to have some bitterness to it. Yeah. Uh, that's my whole palate now. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, no, like all those breweries in the uh, Dallas area you mentioned are... are they do some some hot shit, man, mm. and they're getting down with some the, the hoppiness as well. But there's some spots in the Houston area that do it too. Oh, uh, brash! I mean, yeah. I, did I bring you some brash, brash beers? I don't think so. Oh, no. I need to bring you some brash, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, brash is the best hop brewery in yeah. Houston for sure. 
I mean, uh, Sigma, or I think they're called now Equal Parts, Equal Parts Brewing. They do some good hoppy stuff too. You could probably get in your HEB. Look for, I think it's called Medina Sod. Okay. Not Brash. Brash, you can't get at HEB. Okay, okay. Uh, Medina Sod. Medina Sod, that's Equal Parts. Yeah. Or you may see it as Sigma if they still have some old cans out. But uh, that brewery is in East Downtown in Houston. Uh, They do really, really good hops. Uh, But Brash is the best. Like to me, if I'm getting a, if I had to pick one hoppy beer to have for the rest of my life, it would be from Brash. Okay. They have so many, it's hard to pick. But Brash, uh, Easy Seven is a great pale ale. It's hoppy as fuck. It's hoppier. It's probably hoppier than our car. It may be a little less, but it's right around that. Um, but it's a pale ale, mm-hmm. and yeah, Easy Seven, and it's that's the letter E, the letter Z Seven. It's a skate spot in Houston. Easy Seven. And then there's a Pussy Wagon okay. is their double IPA. Oh, shit. I'll have I'm to sure check that you. out. Yeah, Pussy Wagon. Yeah, I know and that one. So they, they, TABC actually told them they cannot sell Pussy Wagon <laughs> in restaurants anymore. Oh. Even though most restaurants they label as P-Wagon or something yeah. like that. But uh, no, they, the TABC cracked down on Pussy Wagon. Oh. So now you can only get it at the brewery. Scumbags. But I'll get you some Pussy Wagon. I'll, yeah. I'll drive it up. It's good. Cool. It's fucking good. Cool. And they have all sorts of other... Do- Cali Green, that's their West Coast IPA. All right. Cali Green uh, is great. When I used to work at a restaurant that had uh, all those, I would mix. I would go half and half, half Easy 7, half Cali Green, <laughs> mix them up. Oh, the blend. Did you like the Pine House pizza? Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, and the, the beer? beer was very good. The pizza they, was awesome. Good, But, good. Uh, yeah, the beer was awesome, too. Yeah. They got a new one over here off of, uh, what's that one going toward Houston? 71? Yeah. 71? Yeah, there's a, there's a huge fucking uh, Pine House pizza, like, warehouse, and they have uh, food and shit there, too. Oh, um, man. So that's the newest venture for Pine House is, is that spot. A lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, brew, uh, what's it, not kettles, but brew... Uh, brew pubs? Uh, brew... No, just the, oh, the tanks. Uh, the tanks, yeah, brew tanks. tanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of brew tanks and, and uh, um, uh, decent spots to take a seat and, uh, and and order something to eat there. Dude, so, I might, they allow dogs, right? They got it. They're, I don't know about that one. I've never been I mean, to that they're one. They're off the highway. I feel like they probably got it. Hopefully, they ha- I, like, I, I, I don't know. Hopefully, they have an outdoor spot. Yeah. But uh, I, I couldn't mean, imagine it being all indoor, like yeah. right off the highway, like that yeah. or whatever. They probably have a lot of space. Yeah. But um. Uh, yeah, I might maybe I'll stop by if I get my shift covered uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I'll hope you do. Go stop by. Hope you do. I can't go cover it for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, <think> I got. <laughs> you, dude, you got to come down to Houston too on a Sunday or Monday. Like yes. I got, I got a real weekend now, yeah. which is I've never had really. Ever, I'd I l- but what I what weekend. I would love to do is uh, just schedule some appoint some things where we can go. Just I'll take the the ship here and we go do a podcast over there at your spot. Oh yeah, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. Some recurring shit for sure. Because you're one of the you're one of the heart and souls of the fucking show, bud. For you sure, know? the one of the first ten. So that's it right there. Oh, let's talk more about alcohol. Let's let's move into uh, the whiskeys, the wines. You spoke about the steak <laughs> in the previous uh, the previous uh, talking points that we have, but uh, let's talk about some some whiskey. Or some, uh, you know, uh, some vodkas or something like that. Some uh, anything, anything in that venture. Well, I I haven't been a liquor person for like forever. Because yeah. we've talked a lot about beer. A lot. About yeah, beer. I love beer. I all, yeah. I'll always love beer. I don't think I'll ever. We stop didn't talk about fruited beer. sours. We talked about fruited yeah, sours yeah, last yeah. time. I, yeah, I've been, I've been getting out of those mainly. It's a financial issue. They're like thirty bucks a fucking four. It's a health thing so. too. It's yeah. A also, thing. <laughs> yeah, they're like probably two thousand calories yeah. a can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I haven't been uh, I haven't been messing with those as much. Good. Um, 
But they're starting to sell them in HEB, so I start on the Urban South. Not Urban South, but just like uh, 903 is okay. the main oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 I see and that. And they have one. a couple other one. ones too. Yeah, I see. Uh, that one. And also, I have friends that are beer nerds. They just gave me like a four pack from like way back, like an, like an aged Urban South four pack. One of them exploded. I can't oh. remember what flavor it was that exploded like crazy. Yeah. I cracked it and it was just. Foaming. We had a last Sunday. We yeah. had like a, a friend get. To, it was up like a January birthday get together, and we were all chilling and drinking some Urban South. But uh, yeah, like I, I hadn't drink liquor in a, a long time. Um, wasn't a fan. I think when I was like twenty one or twenty two, I came home from college, and my brothers were like, "Oh yeah, you big big college boy now. You can drink with us." And they they made me. I would say probably four four to six. Uh, whiskey and cokes that were like four fingers whiskey <laughs> and like four fingers coke like yeah. like big like big glasses like Damn. just whiskey and coke and i drank them and i was doing all right and they started doing uh buffalo ball sweat shots okay i don't know what that which is which is whiskey <laughs> and tabasco Ooh. disgusting <laughs> Yeah, whiskey and tabasco in a shot glass and you shoot it and i think i did two or three of those uh, on top of all the whiskey cokes, and uh, I remember sitting there and thinking, like, all right, I should not be around my family right now. I'm really, really fucked up. So I go in my room and I try to lay down, and the room is spinning, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is this is no good. My whole family's still in my house. It's like Christmas. Might have been New Year's, but I think it, I think it was Christmas, and my whole family's in my house, and uh, I'm like, I got it. I got to You know, just gonna go to the bathroom. So I go in the bathroom. And I'm sitting on the toilet, and there's like a Sports sitting Illustrated. Yeah. <laughs> Sports Illustrated right there. I pick it up. I start reading it. The words are like moving around, and I'm like, all right, this is not happening either. So I, I go back to lay down, and as soon as my head hits the pillow, I shoot up, and I'm like, I'm about to throw up. And I start going to the bathroom, and I cover my mouth with my hand, and I throw up, and it's like squirts through my fingers. <laughs> it's on the ceiling. Uh, it's like literally streaming out of my hand, uh, just projectile on the ceiling, on the walls, on like the family portraits, everything. And, uh, my fam, my mom and dad are like mad because my siblings got me all fucked up. So yeah. they made all of my siblings, uh, clean up my <laughs> terrible, terrible mess. Uh, and since then I, I, I like could barely even smell whiskey or bourbon Rather bourbon. I think this was Evan Williams that we were drinking. Okay. It might have been Wild Turkey, but I think it was Evan Williams. Wild Turkey's out of sight, though. That's like hundred hundred seven percent. Yeah. And uh, now Proof. I Proof. yeah now I I am just now getting this was so yeah I was I was twenty two twenty three I'm, I'm about to turn thirty. If you're listening to this, it's my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> uh, so uh, come tell me happy birthday and Venmo me. Go ahead and Venmo me. It's Douglas three eight three. Hit it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's been at least seven years, maybe longer, that I could not even smell whiskey. And now I can finally drink it. And when I drink bourbon, I drink whiskey, uh, drink some rye whiskey. I haven't really tried scotch yet lately. I haven't tried scotch in probably two years. I, I used to despise scotch. I'm not a big peat fan. But uh, whiskey and bourbon now, I really enjoy the flavors. Like yeah. I, I don't really like get drunk on it. Like I don't get whiskey and cokes at a bar or anything. But uh, like at Christmas, my brother had some whiskey. I tried a little bit. It was uh, Old Humble Distillery, I believe. That's in East Houston. Okay, it was pretty good. It was, it was pretty good. 
Um, and then Yellow Rose Distillery, which I, I think is in West Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I haven't been there, but my friends have been going, and they'll bring back like these handles of this uh, um, Yellow Rose yeah. whiskey and bourbon. I think they have a couple. I, I don't know what all they have. Uh, I haven't looked at the bottles, but I've tried a couple different ones for my friends, and they're amazing. Yeah. Yellow Rose, very, very good. Nice. Excellent. So, Excellent. Yeah, I've been getting back into the whiskeys and bourbons. Good, good, good. Yo, freaks and geeks, remember, Greenbelt Botanicals. Hit them up, greenbeltbotanicals.com, and hit them up in store. Utilize that Freaks and Geeks promo code FOOTDOCTOR15, F-O-O-T-D-R-1-5. Get yourself 15% off at checkout at greenbeltbotanicals.com. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, Freaks and Geeks, well, you're listening, you're tuning in, you're checked into episode number 21 of the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. Again, we are live in the studio, live for death and we have douglas has been the return of the fucking funk the return of the funny the return of fucking the og houstonian douglas has been and uh uh, let's talk a little bit more about the fucking wines and maybe some uh some other mixed drinks that you get down on uh and food combinations as well and then we'll roll it out uh uh, one more topic and then we're out of here but we gotta we gotta go to sign yourself up for the fucking podcast oh yeah the the fucking the show the comedy show uh, well, so wine, I, uh, I, I've always kind of liked wine. My mom was a big wine drinker. Okay. Uh, I, I like, uh, I used to like Cabernets, like real thick, heavy reds. Um, uh, I, chilled or room temp? Nah, room temp. Like, yeah, me as well. Me as well. Good, good, chilled, good. That's especially not a Cabernet. Guy. Maybe yeah. a white, but wine is like, it's not like beer. You yeah. know, it's not effervescent. It's, I can go, I mean, if I'm going with a bubbly wine, I'll definitely go chilled, but I yeah. never, I've never once bought, I used to actually buy like champagne before parties in college. I had a, a phase where I'd buy a bottle of champagne <laughs> show up to the party with it and drink the whole thing. Never ended up well, so I quit doing that. Uh, but see, I never, since then I have not bought bubbly wine for myself. I'll maybe get it at a restaurant sometimes. Um, but uh, yeah, and then uh, going from heavy reds, I started drinking Pinot Noirs, okay, uh, which I, I like really started to like. And uh, I, we were talking uh, earlier about natural wines, yeah. And I I tried uh, one of, and I've had people like request natural wines like at work and stuff. They're not very common. A lot of people don't buy them. They're lower in ABV because ah, natural. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know they don't have like sulfates or yeah. nitrates yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever the fuck. they So call they them. they don't break a high ABV. Where you'll get like some ABVs ranging from. Uh, you know, twelve to thirteen point nine, fourteen percent. You know, fifteen. Cabs, like, like heavy cabs. Yeah, 15, these, these naturals sometimes. are in the single digits. I think. Yeah, a lot yeah. of like, yeah, a lot of white wines are like that, or like rosés. So that's like I, I had They're a, very uh, good though. Yeah, I had a uh, Action Bronson's natural wine. Oh shit! I can't remember what it was called. This was a long time ago. I think it had some kind of an. A, Asian or Japanese kind of name. I can't really remember. Yeah. And I want to say it was a rosé, but I also can't remember that. It could have been like maybe a white Zinfandel, yeah. but I doubt it. He does some badass shit, But it was, it was like a pale colored wine. Okay. Uh, it was really, really good though. I yeah. got it at Nancy's Hustle. I think it was Nancy's Hustle. And the guy was just like, hey, we have this. We just got it in. It's not on the menu yet. Mm. If you want to try it. it Might have been Nobis. Might have been at Nobis. It was in yeah. Houston. Nancy's Hustle and Nobis. Both great restaurants. Oh shit! Have to check them out. I can't wait to visit you, uh, freaks oh, and geeks. Yeah, we're we do. we're yeah. gonna do a we're gonna do a podcast at your crib, right? Yeah, 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 yeah for Fuck sure. Yeah. Fucking mobile Fuck podcast. Yeah. Uh, my lease is up in March. I'm probably gonna find somewhere else in Houston. Hopefully, uh, 
But uh, yeah, if you come before March, it'll be at my my place now that I've had for the past three, four years. Hell yeah! All right, excellent. It's a good place. It's a good spot. Right, real good proximity. To that's a lot one of, really of that's one of the things I'm considering, bud, is taking this motherfucker mobile to the to the buddies mm-hmm. to wherever y'all are at. Let's do a podcast at, at y'all spot. I know. Uh, 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 shout out to uh, uh, Dispudster Six Nine uh, DJ Spud, the real DJ Spud. We're gonna try and go out to uh, uh, way out there in, in the Dallas area and do a, a a podcast from his his studio hub there. So I'd love oh, to yeah. check you your little out. Texas tour. You go, yes. do, a, do a do a group called like the Texas Tour. And yeah, just do like a three or four episode. Yeah, thing. man, that would be fucking solid. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You'd be you'd have to be included on that. I think that's the future, man. The uh, definitely the future of uh, the podcast so just getting out there what else on wine we got the natural wines we talked fucking uh drinks oh if you're talking it... pairing if you're talking about like yeah mixing, let's talk about mixing, pairing do you uh... oh what about cheese do you like cheese and oh, beer i love cheese and beer i go cheese and wine more often than not but uh-huh. i could do cheese and beer cheese cheese i love cheese i cheese i buy great. cheese uh, i've been buying it lately i mean i buy it always but lately what i've been buying it for is for the purpose of eating while i decide what to cook Okay. Okay. Oh or, shit. Or eating while I'm waiting on my food to get ready. What's you know your what I mean? like, uh, favorite cheese? Oh man, that's hard. I'd, I'd have to go blue. Blue. Oh, I have to go just straight Look up blue cheese, God dude. Damn. Like I love blue cheese. Me too. Um, and then maybe other favorite cheeses. Uh, Asiago is a good go-to. I haven't got. I actually got it recently, but before that, it'd been a long time. That was my first foray into cheese. Was like Asiago. Gouda? You got like a Gouda. Gouda's pretty good. I like uh, raclette is raclette. pretty good. Never had that. Never had that. Uh, I don't like brie. Brie is my least favorite cheese. I, it's okay. It's 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 not that bad for me. I'll yeah, take it, I'll take I, I don't like it. It tastes. I I'm not a big fan. And then um, oh, what up besides besides blue Gruyere or Mon- whatever. Monster? Uh, I like monster. I like uh, Harlsberg is a nice light. Harlsberg. If you want like a light cheese for like a thinly sliced on a sandwich. Uh-huh. Harlsberg is great for that, or uh, something. If you have like a really light wine, yeah, Harlsberg uh, will be good for that too. Uh, I like. A- I mean, I I pretty much. It's hard for me to pick a, a real besides blue a real like other favorite because what I do is I just go I pick whatever I've never had before. Okay, there's this place. Uh, God, I can't remember the name right now. It's a uh, Spanish tapas restaurant in Houston. Wow. Those Mexican cheeses are different, bud. It's not Mexican, it's Spanish. Nope. It's like, uh, and I think it's more Brazilian, it's like South American. Okay. So they, they have all sorts of stuff. And they also have a lot of Italian stuff too. It's just a little like tapas restaurant. All right. Uh, but I, they, the, the thing about them is uh, they, and I'll think of the name soon, but uh, they, they, they basically, uh, you can get like a, a pick, build your own charcuterie. They have like a list of cheeses and a list of meats. And you could be like, let me get one of the, this cheese, that cheese, this cheese, that cheese, and yeah. then like this meat and that meat. Where's the gabagool at though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, gabagool, I love gabagool. And the prosciutto is my favorite though. Yeah. Uh, Capicola is all right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, prosciutto is my number one favorite uh, cured meat. But yeah, pairing like, like wine with cheese and wine with... Dude, uh... Fruit, yeah, fruit, cheese. The nuts as well, the nuts. Oh, yeah, and even jelly. Yeah. I even, um, for texture, like nuts, I, I haven't really gotten in super to pairing. Although with the fat content and like the, the oiliness, I bet they would pair really well with a lot yeah, of wines. they do, they do. I usually go, uh, I'll go bread instead. Yeah. And for like the texture thing. Yeah. And I'll go with like some bread and fruit and cheese. Nah, maybe a, maybe, just... a, maybe a jelly, yeah. like a jelly on the bread. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, where I come from, it's just a cold cut tray, and I'll destroy a cold cut yeah, tray. Dude, Fuck charcuterie, yeah. but you can bring all that stuff in there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just a cold, meats and cheeses and fucking all, and snacks, I mean, it's mm-hmm. over. It's over. I'm going to wreck the fucking show. <laughs> We're going to tear the fucking house down, but yeah, I've, I've uh, uh, Oporto, the wa- that's the restaurant. <laughs> Oporto, it's Portuguese. Okay, okay. Portuguese, Oporto. That's oh. why I was saying like Spanish and South America, it's Portuguese. Oh, Porto. Okay, excellent. They have an like, excellent happy hour. You go in there and you get like fucking super cheap little appetizer things, mm. tapas. Ooh. I hope we get to go to hit some bars in the fucking area when we go drop this fucking name in the bucket. Oh, yeah, hopefully. Is your buddy going to be there? Like, what, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. The... They're coming down. It's uh, it's uh, Amelia and uh, her, I guess, boyfriend or friend or something. Uh, they're meeting up with us. Uh, she gets off work at like five or six. Are we going to meet? Are they in? Are they in living in the city or what? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Are we, are we going to meet at the same time at the six? Because the window is six thirty to the seven thirty. Yeah, like uh, I'll just text her when we're cool. when we're heading that way Excellent. and see what's up. Man, man, we're gonna have to. I'm, oh yeah, we're gonna have to take a ride in the fucking uh, one of the whips out there. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not gonna take that one, but we'll move on to. Uh, uh, I'll take the other one for for us tonight. But excellent. So, um. We are in a new year, bud. It's a new year, and it's 2021. We got a different, we or, or not a different focus, but a a, a focus on uh, um, on continuation. We're not going nowhere, you and I. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, n- nor is the podcast. But uh, speaking regarding yourself, what is the future for uh, uh, you? You as an individual, you as a fucking stand up. Hopefully, you get up on tonight, and and I get to see part of the future i've never seen you live so that's oh, a big thing oh, no, no no no. i, I mean i'm n- not live in the flesh right yeah, there yeah, yeah. so god oh, oh i man, hope I, thought I, you had. Oh, I hope i hope i hope no i mean i've seen all this stuff that you've done and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that but i hope today is a part of this 2021 future and and you get to go up there and, and fucking destroy and do your little interview i'd love i'd love that yeah, yeah. throw me the shout out if you get up in there throw For the sure. fucking hey listen to the doctor's orders podcast yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh um but what's going down with 2021 and uh uh uh, just tell us about it what are you what are you thinking about it and uh what are your hopes for it well i mean since i've came back to doing mics regularly i have a whole different outlook on comedy and i actually got some uh really good advice from andy huggins who's a legend in houston and like i was so like amped up when he gave me advice he he, was just like hey like it kind of just seems like you're reading from a script you know act like you want to be there Mm -hmm. and uh, I do want to be there. Like he was like, you should want to be there. And I thought about it. I was like, I do want to be there. Like there's nowhere else I'd rather be uh, than there on stage, you know, performing. And um, yeah, like I kind of really took that to heart and and used that in my last like two or three performances. And it's really so much more fun. And I like I just want to be like present and engage with the audience. And uh, not be so closed off. Like before, I, you know, I kind of given up hope and was just like, I'm just doing this for fun. And uh, you know, if it if it doesn't go well, it's cool. And you know, if, if you know if they don't they hate me, it's fine. You know, but I really do want to like, uh, you know, make the audience have a, a wonderful time and like facilitate them having a wonderful time. And you know, I, it's just like a, a whole different outlook. I, I. Uh, I've been coming to it with a different, with seeing as more of like an art and more of an entertainment Good. kind of thing, Crap. rather than just like a hobby, yeah. and which like I've kind of been treating it of as of late, uh, and 
Yeah, so I guess in 2021, I like to keep coming with it, with that energy and not get too complacent and not get too bored and not get too downtrodden on it. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where I want to go with that. Good, good, good. Man, well, I hope tonight, I hope tonight we fucking, uh, the energies come together. We get to, have you ever been to the spot where we're going to go to, Antones? Oh, it's the fucking. I've never been. I've been to Cap City. Yeah. R.I.P. But I I, I never went to the Velveeta Room. They closed too, Uh right? Um, I don't know. They might still be down there. I think they're still down there. I'm not sure. I know the place called Mugshots closed. Yeah. That was a mic, I think. Uh, I never did much comedy in Austin at all, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hope tonight's the tonight. Place. Yeah, I've never been to the place that we've been. It's it's a blues bar. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, perfect. But they, I mean, you know, well, I'd be cool to play there with my band too. Yeah, if I never get to. Th has it set up as a fucking comedy set on fucking Monday night. So, Sweet. yeah, we uh, we'll see where that where we where we take a seat at. But I, uh, I, uh, all the energy and all the vibes towards you getting called up tonight and fucking yeah. doing it because that's gonna come up live. I, I I'm very excited. When I you do the wait. intro to the podcast, you gotta let them know so yeah. they're not waiting yeah. in suspense. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know. I named this uh, this podcast is going to be named. Do you know Raw Bacon? <laughs> so. I thought it was going to be Bacon Tartar. I was excited. <laughs> Babe, that's a good one. <laughs> Either way, Raw Bacon, Bacon, maybe Bacon Tartar. That's a, that's even better. That's even better. I like, I like both. I don't know. Raw Bacon's a little more visceral. You know, you really kind of you really feel it in yeah. your gut. Yeah, I can't believe you eating raw bacon. Look at you. It's so good. I'm, I, you got any bacon on there? I'll do it right now. I'll no. show you. No. Oh, okay. Let's close it out, bud. You know how to do it. You know how to do it. Tell them where, uh, tell them again, I guess, tell them what the fuck your name is. Lastly, tell them where they can find you and, uh, uh, just, uh, tell them something insightful and, uh, what's going down, what they can see in the future. The freaks and geeks out there. Yeah. Douglas Hasman. Uh, I got a Twitter. It's how I Dougie with a Y. And then my Instagram's how I Dougie with an I E. Oh, I wish I could get them the same, mm. but, uh, I, uh, I'm going to be at Rudyard's uh, foreseeably every Monday night, hopefully Good. for the rest of the year and, and uh, until I leave Houston. Um, and uh, so whenever the secret group opens back up, you can see me there. And uh, my band, I don't believe, has any shows at the moment, but John Farley, the vocalist, has a solo performance at Lake Houston Brewery okay. on uh, February 18th, I think. Y'all played there before, right? Yeah, yeah, we played there a few times. It's a great venue. It used to be a seafood restaurant when I was a kid called Cedar Landing. And uh, it was like some fried seafood on Lake Houston. It's pretty cool, pretty homey. And then they changed to the Cedar, kind of like more upscale-y. And then now they're a brewery. All right. So Lake Houston Brewery. And actually, when they first started out, they had like five or six pretty good beers. Now they have like 20 beers. And everyone I've had, I liked a lot, so... Good, good, good. They're doing good things out there in Crosby. Right? It might be technically Huffman, but yeah. I think it's Crosby. Oh, geez. Well, that's it. That's it, right? What else? You, I mean, you're doing all that stuff like that? Uh, uh, we can catch you on the Twitter. We can catch you on the IGs, the stand-up. Uh, uh, and hopefully, hopefully... We can catch you on the YouTube on the Kill Tony, Kill Tony oh, yeah. podcast coming. And I got if you tonight. just YouTube my name, I got some videos of my some good stuff on there. I got yeah. some videos on there. You've been on another podcast as well. What was that podcast? Uh, I've been on uh, the Regular Dude Report, which is no longer a uh, podcast. All right, and also a uh, I've been on um, Stay the Course with yeah. Pat Thomas. I've been yeah. on there two or three times. I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. Yeah, he's a great podcaster, and he has a lot of really good episodes with other people too. Yeah. So. Check them out. Excellent. Well, freaks and geeks, that's it. 
Doug, appreciate you. Thank you very much. We're gonna wait just a little bit. We'll show you out. We'll show you out, and then uh, we gotta head off to uh, downtown to Sixth Street. Oh, yeah, and, do and, some uh, comedy, uh, make some magic, uh, let it happen. It's it right there. It. All right, man. Thank you very much. Let's uh, let's yeah, close this you. one out. Appreciate it. Uh, again, next time we gotta do it again. Oh yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Well, freaks and geeks, that's all she wrote. Once again, I want to thank my guest, Douglas Hasman, for coming live in the flesh, live in the studio of Life or Death, getting a nice chat going down, um, just reminiscing and talking about in some good times. Unfortunately, Freaks and Geeks, he did not get on. He put his name in the bucket for Kill Tony that evening, but he did not get in. Uh, he did not get on the show. So you know what that means. Douglas Hasman is going to be coming in. We've, we've already set it out. Douglas Hasman is going to be coming down and putting his name in the bucket once a month until he gets on all right repping houston and also when he's gonna be coming down here so we're gonna be doing podcasts so be uh be looking out for douglas all the time uh on this podcast he is a core character he is a core guest of the podcast so uh go follow him freaks and geeks on the instagram he told you where to find him uh, uh how i dug you with the e and how i dug you with the ie uh check him out you'll you'll find his uh, his name in the description of this podcast so all the links will be there uh he's a tremendous cat known him for a long time again doug thank you so much for coming coming in and uh, uh we're we're gonna do it again and you're gonna get up on that stage g so <clears throat> freaks and geeks this is uh, one more in the books. That was episode number 21 of the first vo- uh, episode of volume three of the Doctor's Orders podcast. And we're moving and we're grooving. Like I mentioned in the past, we're marauding into 2021. We got a lot of tremendous things planned for this year. Some tremendous upcoming events scheduled at Greenbelt Botanicals. Some live things to, uh, to, be, to, to be in the works for the future, Freaks and Geeks. So look out for those. Uh, well... Freaks and Geeks, it's that time. The closing credits. Freaks and Geeks, thank you for listening. And remember, new episodes are released every Wednesday at 6 a.m. Check it out. Do me a favor and go subscribe to the podcast right now. Today. Today. Freaks and Geeks, go subscribe to the podcast on whichever podcast platform that you prefer. And make sure while you're there, you rate and leave a comment too. It really means a lot. It gets the numbers rolling and it gets some more more push into the Doctor's Orders podcast with the 512 Foot Doctor. Also, while we're talking about the followings, follow me on the Instagram, the 512 Foot Doctor, T-H-A-512-F-O-O-T-D-R. Also, follow the podcast, the podcast ig the doctor's orders podcast at t-h-a-d-r-s-o-r-d-e-r-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t freaks and geeks if you like the if you like the show please continue to support continue support tell a freak or a geek about the podcast we're doing we're working some tremendous uh some tremendous joints over here in the studio of life or death and we're we're doing uh some some amazing things with a lot of different guests so there's a total new things to come every week here on the doctor's orders podcast with the 512 foot doctor we're gonna have some radio people in soon we're gonna have a lot more artists in soon a lot of crafters next week we have a uh, uh, an individual that works with leather shall i shall i say a leathersmith or a leather craftsperson craftsman craftswoman oh it's a woman guest so it's a lady guest this is going to be our i believe our fourth female guest on the podcast and another tremendous milestone coming next week freaks and geeks
Remember, the Doctor's Orders podcast is a Life or Death Studios production. Until next time, freaks and geeks, we'll see you on the next one. Don't be late. Thank you.